So, something's been bothering me for a while, and we talked about this a little bit earlier, but how do you think Urukai know what a menu is? Like, they've never sat down and said, like, oh, you know, that steak sounds good, but I'm really in the mood for an Eggs Benedict. How do they know what he means when he says meat's back on the menu? I don't know, dude. I'm more confused by Gimli knowing what a central nervous system is. When did he say that? At the, I think it's in the extended edition of uh, of Two Towers. He's like um, sitting on an orc, and he, Legolas is like thirty six, and he's like, "Ah, oh, my boy, I've got thirty seven. And then, hold on, hold on, stop. <laughs> when did Gimli become Sean Connery? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. John Reese Davies is a, a Nazi anyway, so same shit. Um, but no, uh, he's like Legolas, like. 37, and he's like, what? And he's like, he twitched. And he's like, he's twitching because he's got my accent better than this. And he's like, wow, that's some pretty advanced science there, Mr. Dwarf guy. I could see elves having a, like an understanding of the central nervous system. Dwarves, I don't I don't think they would. I don't know either. They've got good sense of masonry. Do you think Meyer have dicks? Does Gandalf have a pee-pee? What if it's like 17 tentacles? <laughs> like, they are made in such a different way, it's not actually like our anatomy at all. This program yeah. contains strong language. Welcome back. Rage of Sigmar. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Rage of Sigmar. No Seth today, but I am here with our illustrious host, Joseph M.F. Pagano. Hey, what's up, dogs? And I'm the TA, as always, Jacob, because we got an intern. But yeah. Seth's not here. He's tied to the chain. So uh, we're here in Parsippany, New Jersey. We're in our hotel room, drinking beers, hanging out. Hell yeah. Podcasting. Partying up. Doing it up. Today's got- episode brought to you by Abita Brewing in, of course... Sunny New Orleans. Yep. Drinking on a purple haze right now. Yeah. Have flashbacks to your your bachelor party. Oh my god, I can feel my my chair spinning right now. Are you talking about when we that chick poured all the shots in your mouth and slapped you in the face? Yeah, well, did she slap me because that's part of the gig or because I had my mouth open when she kept motorboating me? (laughs) I don't know. All right, so... Pretty bad, um, pretty bad. So we figured we would do this bit before we got too fucking ripped to uh, even talk, you know? So um, It's going to be our normal tournament format where we podcast sober and then hungover and then with, like, full of regret. Three yeah. days in a row. Yeah. A uh, full regret will probably be, like, in my backyard in Queens. Um, yeah. So let's do a little recap. Um, Jacob flew in this morning. I picked him up at LaGuardia. Uh, we drove by Heckles. After my- driving <laughs> directly past me at, like, 50 miles an hour in the pickup zone. <laughs> I, w- I don't know. If everyone doesn't know... I'm actually currently working at the new LaGuardia Terminal they're building. So every time I'm in LaGuardia, I'm like, I have to get the fuck out of here! <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um... I saw this car drive driving up and then drive past. I'm like, Jody, do you drive a Chevy? He's like, yeah, why? I was like, I just saw you pass me. You're <laughs> yeah, so, like, fuck, I couldn't stop there. It's like, no, there was a stopping zone for you to pick me up. I just didn't want to stop. I just wanted to get out of the airport. <laughs> so then we, we went to my house, we went and got some lunch, and now we are here. Um... After driving through like six boroughs to get here, there's only five of them, so uh, I went through Bronx shot. twice. Went through the Bronx twice. Went through Harlem. Uh, got into Jersey. So yeah, now we're gonna do a little talk about other things that have been going on with us. So why don't you tell me what you're working on, Jacob? Yeah, so I haven't put a brush to to the Skaven army since coming back from Brew City. I mean, that wasn't that long ago. It was what two weeks ago? It was a month. 
Um, Bruce City was a month ago? Yeah, it was the second week. Maybe it's three weeks ago. I think it was three weeks ago. Anyway, I haven't... So I finished the Skaven Army, and by finished, I mean it's acceptably done to a standard that I can take it to shitty tournaments like this one. Yeah. And to the ATC in July. Um, How many um, players are registered for Triumph right now? Like 30-something? I have no clue. It's a really, it looks like a really low number, which is kind of disappointing, because... Um, Initial thoughts is I feel like they've really underpromoted this tournament. Well, same thing with ATC. So, I think that... They're going to have a low turnout for American Team Championships? Yeah, I think it's going to be like seven or eight teams. It's not that great. It's fun but if it's four-man like, teams, that's yeah. actually not bad. Because yeah, no, eight teams, right. eight times four is what, 48, 48 guys? What? <laughs> 32? Anyway. <laughs> there it is. Uh, anyway, so I haven't touched my Skaven since I finished them basically at the beginning of May. Uh, I've been working on some buildings for NashCon. Um, I'm doing a table or two worth for David. Oh, that's uh, awesome, yeah. Most of it's stuff that Anthony 3D printed for me, and then he's printed stuff for David, so I'm going to take... I'm going to basically act as a storage unit for David for another table worth of terrain and pays it up for him. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's I, been fun. The stuff Anthony prints is really nice. I mean, all my terrain is pretty much Anthony's yeah. stuff. Except for was, the other stuff you got from Dark Fantastic. All right, so that's that's the new stuff. That's the only thing I've, I've worked on since finishing painting my Feck Army, mm-hmm. is I painted up the... Uh, Chaos Star coming out of the ground. Which is kind of funny if it's supposed to be in the realm of metal, that there would be a Chaos Star as like a natural metal formation. Well, I just thought realm of metal... Like, I mean, met- like Chaos is the in- inspiration for all of metal music, right? So yeah. it sort of makes sense that the realm of metal would have Chaos Stars all over the place. I really want to do the Chaos, uh, Chaos Army, the one that I eventually... Whatever it is I pick up. I th- I'm kind of waiting on hoping that there's going to be an Ever Chosen book with like yeah. on foot Varengard and shit. And I would like to do them like... Realm of Metal, and I've always had like metal! I've had this idea since I work with metal to like do like a, a hammered brass or hammered like tin or whatever. Just get a uh, maybe nickel plate uh, chaos star in it a display board. Yeah, I always thought that'd be a cool way to incorporate what I do for a living in the hobby. I think so. So um, that's like the plan for that. Um, um, so yeah, I painted that up in the style that I wanted. I did like the style of basing. I want to do like a desert feel to it. So. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you saw it. It looks pretty cool. It does like look cool. It, it also, it sort of feels Realm of Fire-ish, aside from the fact that the Chaos Star is painted up very metal metallic. Yeah, no, I think it makes sense that you, you'd have sections of the Realm of Metal that are very arid and, and uh, very I thought every Realm was like a full-on, had like a full-on spread of all ecosystems, right? I think a lot of them do. I don't think yeah. they're all, like, I don't think the Realm of Life is all jungle, for example. There's yeah. like, there's variety to it. Like, you would think it would have like dense oceans of filled with pot, like crazy amounts of fish and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then you have like your Realm of Death would have... Like a forest that's creepy, and like a desert that's, that's creepy. creepy, and then like a mountain that's, that's creepy, creepy, and like a creepy swamp, swamp that's creepy. What about what if it was like a double negative? So the swamp was just really nice. The swamps are naturally, but it, creepy. but it like feels it like feels wrong because it's so nice. Yeah, you're like walking, you're walking through the swamp, and there's like these beautiful homes in these perfect rows and all the houses are matching in the perfect pastel colors and like something's yeah, gotta be wrong here. fell into small, uh, what was that? Smallville. Smallville. Or, uh, Not Smallville. Uh, the, the, the Stepford Wives. Um, no, what was that other one? Pleasant Town. Pleasant Town. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's like what it's I want. It's a concept on. army. I've also been building a lot of uh, Lord of the Rings stuff. I bought a shitload. Warhammer Historicals? Yeah, Warhammer Historical stuff. Um, I, I've ended up with, I got like, I don't know, I bought so much stuff. I have like fucking... 400 points of stuff for Minas Tirith, 400 points of stuff for uh, Far Harad, or the the Haradrim Serpent Horde. The Sam Morgan guys? Yeah, the guys that are a lot like Sam Morgan. Yeah. Um, I got like 400 points of Rohirrim, 400 points of Mordor, 400 points of 
of Orakai. I kind of went all in, but uh, Lord of the Rings is nice because my wife is a big Tolkien fan, so mm-hmm. it's kind of like it's cool to have her give a shit about my hobby. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, that's cool. It's Gandalf. I know him." <laughs> so I mean, like, did you spend seven hundred dollars on six turtles? You know what I mean? Like, Ugh. I like turtles. Yeah, I like turtles. So, um, I'm working on Lord of the Rings stuff. I think I'm gonna set some shit up, and I'm gonna treat it more like. Um, like a board game. Yeah. Like, I'll simplify the rules enough for my, my friends to get in at entry level. Yeah. You know, and then I'll start introducing them into, like, the more advanced stuff and, and uh, hopefully get some people playing Lord of the Rings in my house. Do you think in Mordor, in, like, their office buildings, they have motivational posters that say Mordor is less more? Or less is Mordor? What? <laughs> like, less door is Mordor? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? Hey, this joke. This joke's not landing. Like, like tra- they, Trogdor they, is Mordor. Do you think they have like a wine cellar that's was like thinking, Donnie Darko themed called Cellar Door? Uh, <laughs> I was thinking I might make a Feck army at some point, or like a um, the Order Draconis army, and give like just put like a giant beefy bicep on the back of every dragon, so I'll have a bunch of Trogdors <laughs> burning the countryside, and I'll you. paint the head with like a Luchador mask, and he'll be strong bed. Oh uh, God! If you ever do that, I will elbow drop that whole entire army. <laughs> Challenge accepted. All right. that, that, that tracks. All right, so let's talk about games played. Have you played any games since our last show? I played my buddy Chris and I played my buddy Mark. Uh, Chris will be at the tournament this weekend. He's bringing a Pestilence army. That he should, he, he should he painted very fast. Crystal Gore. Crystal Gore. Yes, I need another beer. All right. Um, do you think they'll tell I'll get mad if I pop it on the edge of the... Only if you break the table. That's going to eat into the table. Whatever. I'll use my wedding ring again. It's New Jersey. Yeah, this is actually a pretty nice hotel. Kind of is, yeah. yeah. All right, so you played um, against Chris. He was playing his Pestilence. Yeah, he won. He won that game, which I think Pestilence is a tough matchup for uh, Blister Skin because I like start off the table with like seventeen models on the table, mm-hmm. and he had one hundred forty. Cl- uh, he had one hundred forty um, plague monks Jesus. plus uh, two a bell, two um, not a bell. Uh, no, he had a bell. Oh, he had a bell. That was he had a bell and two furnaces and the Vermilion Corruptor. Uh, wow. Yeah, I killed a hundred and like. 30 plague monks but he's still wow yeah you just couldn't get him off the objectives no the objectives that I did get when I rolled I rolled low it was one of the ones where there's a yeah, the random number points and then he rolled high on one and then I just couldn't do much and I didn't think that I would be able to keep him off those objectives yeah. so no matter what like he was going to take the win so, I mean your screams are really powerful against Skaven fucking huge against Skaven no yeah definitely are they definitely are but um, when there's 140 of them it's just not enough it's not enough I think I have some plans, like, if I wanted to bring, like, if, if I knew I was going to go to a tournament that had a lot of Skaven or a lot of low, like, you could definitely just drop, I would drop the, the zombie dragon and, and bring more... More flares. More crypt flares. Yep. More screams. More screams. They're really good. Um, I think they're actually probably better than the Terror Guys, mm-hmm. in a way, because, like, Terror Guys is one die plus a number that's on their... Right, and this one's 2d6 minus 2. 2d6 minus 2, but if you're in combat... Because it's, it's just against Skaven... They're probably, like, 4 or 5. Yeah, and but, like, if you hit them and they're not buffed plague monks say they're someone has a shitload of clan rats yeah you can grind in the fight and then scream in the combat at full dice yep which is and if you good. get the double turn you can fight in the hero phase and they don't get to fight back in the hero phase with the so death frenzy doesn't work if they get killed in the hero phase oh awesome That's or it, combat phase. it shouldn't i don't i haven't looked at the the way it works but the way most stuff works is if it dies in the combat phase oh okay cool yeah the wording awesome. on it because like they don't get to fight if they get shot yeah so That's presumably, cool. if they die in the hero phase, to magic or to screams or to fight, whatever it is. That's very cool. So yeah, I think that there's some 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 legs on taking more crypt players. Um, aside from that, I played my buddy Mark for the first time against with with my with fact against his zinch. and uh, it was really bad. Yeah, yeah. He just 
It was like he wasn't playing a game. Did you guys scoop turn two? It was turn two, we called it, and I had already... I killed... My terror guys killed all but four of 30s Angors in one turn. Wow. And then I killed... Uh, my left flank, he had like ten horrors on an objective, and I put three units of three bats and a Vargolf over there, and then everything else swung around my right side, and we kind of just, I just kind of circled his army and just ate him. Just it. a big, a big, fleshy hug. Yeah, it was a big fleshy hug. Um, it was kind of bad. So uh, did, he, did he tell you to lose his, lose his number? <laughs> no, but uh, at the end of the game, I had killed everything. Ex- when we called it, he had like one unit of ten horrors left, and that was after your turn two. After my turn two, and he had killed one crypt player. Jesus, like he killed more than one, but I brought the rest back. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a rough game for Mark, and I don't think he's feeling very confident about his disciples. So I think if we're gonna play games while he's running disciples, I'm gonna play my Adnath. Yeah. So he's at least he feels like he's playing a game. So the way the game is developed in the last six months. I really think the game has gotten better and is more engaging, but there's such a clear difference between those top tier versus a middle tier army that it's almost a non-game. And that was that leads into my my tournament experience because my games played. I went to Brew City. Uh, real quick, before yeah. You, before you go, I was gonna say in response to that is that it looks like people on Twitter are already talking about comp. Yeah. And um, I know we didn't want to go that way because we were there in in eighth ed Warhammer, and it felt normal because like all the Warhammer I had played was comped. Was comped, yeah. and then like the Midwest guys, they always didn't want to leave the Midwest because they played uncomped Warhammer, right? Yep. Um, but I don't think a comp, same with Texas. I don't think comp. It just feels so. It discourages you from playing the army you want to play if you like the army for other reasons than its power level, right? Because the comp only really punishes the people who are power gamers. And, like, you can look at an army and be like, wow, I really like this army. It looks like a lot of fun and not know the rules and be interested. And then when you rock up to a table, people are like, oh, man, you brought Gersogor. Oh, man. And you're like, oh, I didn't know. Like, and that's a shitty feeling to be that guy at a table. Like, when I played Dark Elves, I felt like that all the time. Like, my army wasn't super tough. I wasn't the greatest player. But people were, like, upset to play my army because it was Dark Elves. And I was like, hey, man, you know, I'm yeah. just trying to have fun with the game. So, I think this the entire AOS community needs to take a step back and go, I need to either nut up or shut up, dude. Like, this is the game. Yeah. I don't mean you, you shouldn't have to, like, like getting your teeth kicked in. And like when someone's but it's only going to happen one, once or twice at a tournament, and then you'll play. You'll like eventually yeah, but people want people are like oh I want to win a tournament, but I also don't want to play the tough stuff. And it's like that's not how it you works. You got to pick one. You have to pick one. And on top of that, also like you have to understand that everyone's going to view the game differently. But yeah. if you if we as a community address the people who did toxic things while playing tough armies, right? Because that's the thing. If you play me with my fact, I'm gonna. Get, try and have an engaging and fun game even mm-hmm. if we're like if I'm losing I'm still trying to have an engaging and fun game right. and that's what you're going to do because that's the kind of person I am but if you're going to play against someone who's like there are people in definitely in the New York community and New Jersey community that are known for playing filth and also being assholes right. and then that's the type of person that you have to as a community band together and let them know like hey if you're going to act like this if this is the type of person you're going to be you're not really welcome here yeah well, not like not welcome, but like I don't hey, know how we got like, back to our main topic, which is well, always what we always. Talk I hate about. everyone. <laughs> Jerk offs. Don't be a dick. Yeah. But also, don't get butt hurt when someone plays a hard army. Honestly, as much as I want to have the conversation about comp, I think it's silly to talk about it. Well, let's let's wait a month, see what GHB I think we does. We should be a year into AOS two to talk about comp. We're not even there yet. Exactly. So. Completely agreed. Um, but back to the point that I was going to make before you interrupted the shit out of me. I love you. <laughs> Was that uh, I had a similar experience where, with with 
differing power level armies when I went to Brew City. So, like we said, three, maybe four weeks ago, I went to Brew City up in Wisconsin, and I took Skaven, and it's a fucking really tough list. Yeah. And so let's hear your list. Yeah, I think we so, did it before, but I sure. want to hear it again. So I've got the the Vermin Lord Warpseer, who's the one who rerolls his armor save. Okay. Uh, and he also generates extra command points. Now, is he good in combat or anything? Or no, he's, he's just... got six attacks that hit on threes, wound on threes, rend one, damage D three. But he's not the one with the bunch of attacks that you would sort of judgment. No, that's the no, no, that's, that's the corruptor. Okay. So, uh, but, but the Warpseer, and then you give him the thing that lets him reroll his ward save. So he's got a four up, four up, five up, five up. And question: He has how many spells? Two. Two. It's pretty good. He's really good. How many and points two sixty. Wow. You know how much an idol on the sea is? Four forty. <laughs> yeah. Christ. <laughs> yep. I'm sure it's going to get addressed, or I'm, I hope it's going to get addressed. Oh, I pray it does. Anyway, so I've got him. I've got three twenties of clan rats, um, which are great chaff, and they're also good to tag and go because they can retreat and charge. Oh, that's pretty good. I've got forty plague monks. I've got uh, two warp lightning cannons. I've got the bombardier, who can power up one of them a turn, so they roll twelve dice instead of six, which is really good. So, so it's twelve dice, and if you roll a one, you so, hit on twos. No, uh, nope. So you roll a die for the Warp Lightning Cannon. That becomes its power level. Let's so say the roll, lower you roll, the better, though, right? Yes. If you roll a 1, you automatically do the max number of mortal wounds. So if you roll a 1 and you're doing 12, you just do 12 mortal wounds. Yes. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, but for every 1 you roll, you take D3 back. Still fun. Yeah, right. It just takes shit off. Uh, I rolled super hot at the tournament in some of my games. It was unreal. That's crazy. Um, so I've got two Warp Lightning Cannons. I've got the guy that can juice them up. He's also got a big gun. Um, I've got a Gracier, and I've got Thankwall. And wow. Thankwall has the spell that lets my guys uh, fight after they're killed in the combat phase. Wow. Yeah. So, so I can fit gonna, are you way too many tools. Will a letter saying th- thank you? Because you're going to thank Will? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, William, is actually the, the full name of the, the Skaven character. <laughs> thank you, William. <laughs> thank you, William. Thank you, William. Oh, man. Oh, thank you, William, is great. And I'm running in with two braziers and two warp fire throwers. Oh, yeah, that's tight. Yeah. So, I remember encouraging to go four warp th- fire throwers. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Actually, so he. Beat the shit out of a cauldron at Brew City. With his fists? Yeah, with his fist, and I, I needed it, too. Yeah, that's good. So good. It saved me a win against Daughters. Uh, all right, so, but I will talk about my games briefly. I'll kind of gloss over, because... Because which ones don't you remember? Two and three? One, two, three. You don't remember <laughs> them at all? No. All right. Uh, well, you remember who you played. Yeah. All right. Nah, I'm just kidding. Okay, so uh, game one, I had a challenge set up against Ty. He's oh, that's the one you rapped about sports. being a Stormcast player, but then played Skaven. In yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's a real Skaven move to lure someone into playing a lower tier army and then bring in your hardest shit possible. <laughs> we had a really great game. He had a Star Drake, and he had a unit of three evocators on cats and ten evocators on foot. Um, and we were fighting over. The one where you burn... You can burn your opponent's objectives. No! The one where you hold and you burn them at the end of the turn for, like, one, two, four, eight points. Oh, a better Port of Valor. That's the one. Yeah. That's the one. Um, And I think he burned a turn too early, and I was able to catch the rest and and burn. Um, Okay, that's cool. And I slowly took off... Well, it's got to be hard for him, because he's definitely got way less models than you. Significantly, yeah. He's got, like, 30, 40 models, and you've got... Probably 30, maybe 35, and I've got 110. Wow. Oh, and I've got... I'm oh, sorry. When I was doing my list, I forgot to mention, I've also got the Warp Lightning Vortex, I've got the Shackles, and I've got Geminids. Okay. Yeah. So did you Warp Lightning Vortex his Star Drake? I did. How do you feel about that? It was fine, because... It, like, I, I set it up poorly. He was able to move out of its range, because I didn't get Shackles off. It's... Warp Lightning Vortex is good. It's area denial. Without the Shackles, it's not nearly as crippling. 
Only if you can if you cage him. You right, exactly. Matter, right? right, I didn't, but I didn't cage him. I just sort of threw it out there. I got to learn to use it better, to be honest. Uh, well, that, I got you that sweet gauge. I'm so excited for that big ass seven inch gauge. <laughs> it's gonna be great. Um, I'm. I kind of bet one of my opponents this weekend is gonna snap it in half. Why? Because I'm gonna throw it down on the table and beat the shit out of them with it. <laughs> I'm gonna make so many friends. Uh, okay, so. Um, he had his Star Drake with Ignax's scale, so on a 4-up he ignores mortal wounds. And I was shooting at it like crazy with my warp lightning cannons. He probably made me do something like 50-plus wounds to it, because he kept hitting his 4-ups. Lucky. It was really fucking great. And actually, he was rolling the um, the Mortal Realms podcast dice, which is uh, Eric and Paul. Those are the ones that are loaded, right? Uh, they, it seemed like it. Because yeah. every, every time he'd hit those those saves, he would hit like... Eight out of nine, or something like that. Oh my god! He would just turn and be like, "Thanks, Paul. I love you, Paul." I'd be like, "Fuck you, Paul. I hate your dice." Turns out there's another guy named Paul playing right next to us who didn't appreciate us <laughs> shouting and shouting and shouting. Uh, actually, fun fact: Ty went on his podcast and apologized for his behavior. And to that, I say, "Grow a fucking pair, Ty." Wait, stand by your there's behavior. There's no way he got drunker than you, and he apologized for it. He apologized. He said on his podcast he apologizes for unbecoming behavior. To which I say, unbecoming behavior is my middle fucking name! <laughs> Wait, Ty, I thought so highly of you, and now I just think you're a giant pussy. <laughs> uh, we had a really fucking good time, and know, we, yeah. we probably had, like, minimum ten drinks by the end of round one. Oh, man. Minimum. We were, we were wrecked. We started, we started off, as I always do, with an Irish coffee. Or three Irish coffees. Uh, and then we started having some screwdriver. We had a screwdriver... And then Ty's brother, who's playing on the table next to us with Scaletti, opens up a brand new bottle of Knob Creek. So between the four of us, me, Scaletti, Ty, and his brother Tom, we finished that bottle of Knob Creek. And then we started drinking a specialty drink that we have named the Tamara, because the bartender's name was Tamara and she came up with this drink. It's grind espresso rum and soda water. And it's delicious. Oh, yeah. And I'm super excited because you, you magnificent gem of a beast, you went and bought a bottle of grind. Yes. So well, all we, we need, need to drink something in the morning. Yeah. You know, it's We coffee. need to drink some right now. I'm already two beers in, dude. I'm, we're going to be rocked. Right. One fifty-two <laughs> p.m. and no one else is showing up until like 8.30, 9 o'clock. Except for maybe Cheater Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was game one. Game two, I got paired up against a guy named Dan who is Brendan's co-host on the Cubic Shenanigans podcast. Oh, yeah. And he was Dry playing... Dry-ass Dan. <laughs> I didn't touch his ass, but his sense of humor was. No, uh, I was saying, I thought he was going to get psoriasis on his ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had some pretty dope tattoos. He's like 55 or 60 years old. He's like an older guy and sort of... Like, has... He seems like he'd be like a really, like, conservative, like, sort of stick in the mud kind of guy but he's got these like dope ass Warhammer tattoos <laughs> he's a pretty cool guy yeah. uh, he was playing daughters sort of a typical daughters list with like a 30 block of sisters a 30 block of witches a like 10 10 Marathi cauldrons hags all that shit from the times that I've listened to their podcast I always got the vibe that he's more of a 40k guy I think so that, that sounds right I don't know how much AOS he plays um, he's a smart player though and like he processes everything and, and talks through his steps and stuff like that that's good um I don't remember much of our game. If you want to hear about our game, you should just listen to their podcast because you talked about it and I don't remember it because I was smashed. Okay. But I pulled it out. Cool. End of story. Yeah. Game three. I didn't know you knew how to pull out. I've only had sex twice. <laughs> <sighs> game three. 
<laughs> played against a guy named Andrew, who I think I've played before, but I might have been drunk that other time also. He was running. He had some really a really great looking Iron Jaws army. Uh, if you were an Adepticon, you probably won, see he it. He won two games with Iron Jaws. Yep. Yeah, he was doing well. He was he was two and zero coming into our game. Uh, and he had, um, if you were in Adepticon, you might have seen his display board. It had, like, a custom-molded foot with some smoke coming out of it. Uh, oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. Yeah, it's a really pretty army. He actually molded that off of his own foot. Wow. It's like a custom mold. Um, I don't like saying the word mold and feet in the same sentence. Foot mold. <laughs> he cast it based on his own foot. Um, and so I don't remember much of our game for that one either. But what I do remember is that... I think I skitter leaped onto the objective for Knife to the Heart and finished the game <laughs> like top of three. Nice. And then I think we decided that the game doesn't actually end when one player scores a major victory. Oh, so you played for second. So then he took off all of my models. Because <laughs> I just ran my clan rats in and he just like took all of them off. Well, how many maw crushers did he have? One maw crusher, one boss. Uh, some brutes, a couple big units of like they, boys. They hit he had hard, a, they just can't get hit, right? Right. They can't get hit by, like, high-value stuff. And I don't think I fought in there with... Uh, you just fed them your clan rats? Yeah, exactly. And I, but I think he beat the shit out of them, and I think he took out a bunch of my Plague Monks, too. Plague Monks, if they're not buffed up, they, they no, die yeah. pretty easy. Like, when like I didn't really talk about my game with Chris, but I did turn one charge, all the, uh, a huge chunk of Plague Monks, yeah. and they're, they're not that good. They, they just the melt. Buffs. But when they have the buffs on, they're insane. They're crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, even, even crazier if, if they have the buffs from Pestilence on them. Yeah, like because pestilence gives them gives them rerolls, re-rolls and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, mine don't get rerolls; they just get to fight again if oh. they die. Uh, so I got a major on that one. So I'm sitting on three majors. Okay. Um, we went to a bar and then we went to Mexican food. Really good Mexican food in Milwaukee. Weird. It was really good. And then yeah. we went to another bar and then we went to a late club and we probably stayed out until like the club closed. We were out oh. super late and it was awesome. I, it was amazing. Yeah. The only reason I survived is because I got so drunk and won my game three so fast, I took a nap under the table. Oh, yeah, I've seen pictures of that. Yeah, everyone has. Uh, if you want to buy dice trays with my <laughs> drunk-ass face on them, you should get in touch with Ty. It's at Fat Kid Sports <laughs> on Twitter, or Bryce at Moose Geek yeah. on Twitter. That's awesome. I think it's funny that they all made a big deal about it, but when I was sleeping under the table at Adepticon, no one cared. They didn't know you yet. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, there's some guy sleeping under the table. Hey, the guys that Angel and Ed Hey, there's playing. a homeless Schomburg man here. <laughs> <laughs> the guys that Angel and Ed were playing, I was like, I walked up to their table, I was like, hey, can I sleep under your table? They were like, looked at us, and Angel's like, yeah, buddy. I was like, all right, later. <laughs> Got a table. Got a nice looking garage there. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, no one. Uh, yeah. I used to live in a garage. All right, we got that off. All right, All right. now I live in a basement next to Seth. <laughs> hey, dude, a basement apartment in New York is a highly desirable piece of real estate. Yeah, and Seth has it all to himself now. No, Lindsay's there. Oh, you're right. She's gonna give him water. That's nice of her. She has to fill up his gerbil cage. <laughs> <laughs> we should get him one of those. The those wheels. Like, he needs the exercise. No, wheel. we should get him one of those upside down water bottles, and he has to like lick the no, water droplets out of. Oh, yeah. good. Nice. Yeah, that a bunch of shredded newspaper. Oh, that's nice of yeah. you. Alright, so on to game four. Day two. I got paired up against really good player Jake LeCoulier. He's one of the um oh, he's the, the Daughters Detroit Kane, right? Daughters of Cain. Yeah, he's got the Spartan themed Daughters of Cain they're all men. Yeah, that's weird. I mean it is what it is. I mean uh, whatever they he, identify as, right? Right, it's twenty nineteen. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but his models they look like they're really well converted. Um, it's a it's a clean theme. No, I've I seen it. I like that his uh, display board's the shield. Yeah, that's really cool. And he's got his um his avatar, he did like a marble theme on it, and it looks really good. Yeah. 
Um, I've tried to do marble and it's tough. Oh, it's really hard to paint. Yeah, like when you, you to, get it right, oh, it looks so. It fucking looks good. really good. Yeah. Uh, so we were playing on Place of Arcane Power. Okay. Three locations. He's got Marathi. He's gonna outdrop me. So I know automatically I'm playing six, maybe ten points behind. Yeah, because you can't kill her. I can't kill her. Well, you can't kill her fast enough. I, exactly. She gets on an objective. Right. He's so he's gonna get first turn. Mm-hmm. He's gonna put her on something. Yep. And you're gonna have a hard time taking. Her exactly. Off. So. But what does he have? Other casters. Uh, he had a blood rock Medusa. So. So he only had two casters, but he had two hags. He had the and cauldron. One of them had a, a magic item, right? Yeah. So he's gonna be able to take all three turns. He one. did take all three first turn. Yeah, and then you're having a hard time prying two of them off. Right. Least. So the way it went down was he put Marathi on the middle one because that is the one that's easiest to get to. And I can't do shit about it. Yeah. Uh, he took his thirty and his twenty of of witches and his uh, his cauldron, put it on one side. Then he put like ten sisters of slaughter and the the Medusa on the other one. So I was like, all right, I can take that one easy first. I went over, I killed those guys. I didn't take the objectives because I couldn't get my hero in range, but I killed his stuff, so I stopped him from scoring a second turn. And I started to wade into the big fight on the other side, and I fought Marathi a little bit. Long story short, I ended up killing Marathi um, in three and a half turns, so he only scored with her for three turns. Okay. I managed to kill his cauldron with Thankwell. He beat it up with the, um, the, the big fists. Yep. yep. And I also had a warp seer over there, so I like had everything over there. I was going all in on having to kill that, that cauldron. Yeah, and um, so you did it. And I did, and... I won a priority that made it a pretty clo- like a, a pretty close victory to me, and then once I killed Marathi, that big, yeah, uh, that, that, that ended the game. Yeah, because yeah. he had two hags, but they wouldn't be able to take my stuff off. Yeah, and they also couldn't score. Exactly. Uh, right, and the hags couldn't no, score, so it was game over. Uh, it was a really close game. It was tight. We probably ended with like ten minutes left. Oh, wow. I was definitely sweating the time because I I thought that I had it. But with the amount of time it took for him to move his hordes and me to move my hordes and all the stuff to happen. Do you have trays? Uh, I don't remember. Um, you have trays, right? I have trays, but like, you know, once you take them off to pile in, you're moving all your shit. Uh, it's just a long process. And he's a very precise player, and that was that was the kind of game we had. I have um, a really hard time with being like super precise. Like, I'm like, I get to the point where I'll like leave shit out because I don't feel like. Same. Yeah. Same. And there's like, I'll sometimes forget steps because I, I'm just like, that's unimportant. I'm leaving that there. And then I'll realize later, shit, I needed to do something Yeah, if like I want to move that person. Like, I, I constantly end up, like, taking wounds off of the wrong models. Mm-hmm. And then I, like, kill guys. And then I take myself out of resurrection range. Right. Which sucks. So, yeah, I, I feel like in AOS, if you don't remember, like, every little thing like that, when you're doing every little thing. Yeah. If, it will fuck you. It's Remember Hammer. <clears throat> I'm at a beer. Well, go get one. I'll tell about my game five. All right, game five. Let's hear it. Game five. So I'm facing blister skin. Table one. Woo! I'm actually facing pretty much your exact list, uh, except I think he had two terrorgeists instead of having a terrorgeist and a zombie dragon. Then he had the the chalice. He had the chalice, exactly. Um, And basically, I deployed really cagey. Okay. And then he gave me first turn. I was like, oh, shit. Fuck, I can't shoot you with anything. I threw the, the Vortex out there, I did a couple wounds, he healed him back, and then he's like, look, I'm playing for double turn, if I don't get it, you win, you're gonna kill my shit, because this is in Blood and Glory. Okay. So, um, so he, like, brought all his shit forward, except yeah, for maybe, like... He said, fuck it, he closed his eyes, he swung yep, the fences. Yep, and he got the double turn. And he got, he made contact, and he knocked it out of the park. He screamed almost, I think he probably screamed 80 to 100 wounds <laughs> off in one turn. shit. Yeah. He was rolling hot, He huh? wrecked me. 
he wrecked me. I'm sorry, not with, with Scream in combat. He was able to, to get rid of both Warp Lightning Cannons, 60... No. 40 Clan Rats, the next turn he took off 40 Plague Well, you don't, have any, you don't have a bell, right? So you have no, no Battleshock no battle immunity. Well, oh, the Warp Seer has a command ability that gives out Battleshock immunity. Yeah, but still, it's not enough. No. Um, so, like, the Pestilence list, nothing runs away if you right. have enough... Uh, if you have the bells in the, uh, a bell and two Plague Furnaces. Right. Well, Only that, one of them gives Battleshock immunity or something? I can't remember. It's like the a bell, The bell gives out uh, The bell does, I think, one... Uh, one Plague Furnace does, because of the... Okay. I don't know. Maybe I don't I'm know, yeah, I, uh, know. I thought but this Plague game. Furnace gives out Battleshock immunity to all Plague Monks in range, but I don't really know. So anyway, um, but he didn't have enough models, and he like took one of my objectives off of me, didn't kill enough of my stuff, so I actually had a chance back. Okay, right? cool. I used a Nahole to teleport Thankwell over to one of his objectives. Okay. I've got to make a charge and fight over there and kill stuff. I do make that charge. I come over and I take over, I take my objective back from him. Okay. And now I need the double turn. I get the double turn. I get the skitter leap to move my warp seer over to take his last objective. Need to hit a nine, and I can charge into his three flayers that are over on his objective. If I hit that, I'm gonna kill enough guys, I'm gonna win. You failed? Failed it. Command point, failed it. He kills my stuff, game over. Oh wow. But it was, but it was, was fucking, it was, it was definitely a game, it was definitely close. I also learned a lot about how I need to be ranging and, and spacing things out for, yeah, for, for streams. Yeah. But also the problem with that is even if I if I leave too much space after that, they, they can just fly over. So yeah. it's sort of a damned if you do, damned if you don't. It was a really tight game. I felt like I was in it until the very end. And I think if I played it a little bit better, I'd probably win it. Okay. So I had a great time. Uh, I came in like 14th because my armor wasn't very well painted. Um, and... But if you would have won that game, you would have won the tournament, right? No, no not, that's not what overall. Said. That's what said. I would have got best. I think I would have tied for best death or best chaos. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sorry, best chaos. I would have tied for best chaos, um, but my army, like I didn't have a display board. I didn't have, like. I don't know. He he judged my army tough, which is fair. Um, but you could you could make the argument for a couple points here and there. So I it, think that I'm not going to argue. I like, think I didn't your characters well. look the oh the objects were sliding on the characters look really good. Yeah, and then on the clan rats it falls short. It and all then I was looks saw, like ghost. But I saw somebody else do something really interesting with their clan rats, and they just put the glowing object on their bases. And like I think if you did that, yeah, it might add to the fe- lend to the effect. Yeah, but you already said that you're kind of planning on eventually redoing. I'm going to redo the whole army. Uh, after Nashcon, I'm going to take time to I'm going to use some contrast paints to do all the base coats and then do it in the theme that our friend uh, Colonel was doing, which, which is like the albino rats with red tabards. Yeah. Um, and like give them all pinkish skin. So I'm excited about that uh, as my my contrast project. All right, cool. Yeah, I'm doing all my Lord of the Rings in contrast. So. Nice. So we can compare and contrast. Oh wow! Bam. <laughs> Product placement. All right. Um, so uh, that was my, my Bruce City. I had a really great time, and I haven't played a game since. But this is all... Same list. I'm just practicing Dude, for Bruce City was ATC. like two weeks ago. It was May 17th. Yeah, it's June 7th. It's 20 days ago. That's three weeks. All right, whatever. Cool. All right, want to get into listener questions? Hell yeah, here we go. So, first question comes from Low Power. Oh, uh, the Hobby Corner, at Hobby underscore Corner on Twitter. He says, if you were invited... To a vegan barbecue, would you still bring steaks? Yeah. Same. Also, what's your favorite army for tourneys, and do you like a different army based on its narrative? My favorite army for tournaments is... 
I don't know. I like playing my deep kit in tournaments. Okay. So I would say that yes to both. I think you can definitely forge a sweet narrative with a competitive army and still play games that are fun yeah. and I compelling. Think, um, I think that this, this question is sort of a false equivalency because you can have a really fun list that you like and take it to tournaments and have fun. You don't have to be top tables to have fun in a tournament. You don't yeah. have to bring filth to See, have fun. I've you just have to set expectations. So I don't know if it's more fun to be up there or not. I'm going to be honest. It's not, right? It's really not. Like, I had a really good time in my two really tight games, but I also felt like an asshole playing against Iron Jaws and, and Stormcast with my my Skaven. Yeah. Like, it feels imbalanced, I'm, and that's not what I want out of this. This is going to be my first experience with Feck, so I'm going to see how it goes. Well, it's also tough because you're in New Jersey. Yeah, so I so want to like, be a dick. you want to be a dick, exactly. Yeah, we'll you, see how it goes You and I have talked about this as being like, yeah, we're just going to wreck shit. No, I never said that. You zero, said that. Zero I, friends. I said that I am not going to let... Um, people. I'm not going to let the people that are from the area that are known for being kind of douchey, I'm not going to let them slide on any of that. I'm yeah. going to be like, you're being an asshole. You're, um, that's not cool. There's no sports at this tournament, so... Anytime someone's rude to me, I'm not going to just be like, okay, this guy's a bad sport. I'm going to be like, hey, Stop you, need to, being a dick. You, you need to change your attitude yeah. because this is a game and you're giving me a hard time. And if you're going to give me a bad time at a tournament, you're a piece of shit. I just, I don't like that you're taking this mindset in advance that like you're going to have a bad time playing against Marty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love Marty. I play Friend Marty of the show, Marty Orlando. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I think that you can always have fun with the list if you like it. It doesn't matter if it's competitive or not yeah. because... What matters is what you set your expectation for at the beginning of the tournament. I tend to set my expectation of having five fun games, making new friends, and playing with models that I like and I painted well. See, mine's like getting drunk. That's always my thing. Right, well, you you equivalent fun and drunk as the same thing. Yes, I am alcohol as a a person. Um, So, yeah. It was a good question. Yeah, it was excellent. Next up, question from uh, Justin Rusk at The Rule on Twitter. Why do you keep putting out episodes? Just because it makes you upset. <laughs> that and we do this anyway, and we just happen to hit record this time. Yeah. Second question from him. How have you not been ostracized from the community yet? I don't think he knows the community very well if he thinks we have not been ostracized. <laughs> also, uh, Justin, you're not even a member, so shut the fuck up. Boom! Yeah. Roast it. Next question. What's it like being from Jersey? I've never been from Jersey in my life, but you should know you are from shitty Vegas. Oh, God, what a cunt. All right. Um... Let's see. Next question comes from Kyle at minimum underscore pants. When will you host a tournament that has a drink per battle round requirement? Um, I, Kyle, I'm going to say something, dude. That's actually illegal. <laughs> <laughs> if someone dies, we can get sued for that. So we can't give out a bonus. But mm. the, We can give out a bonus. We can't make it a requirement. Yes. Honestly, I think also giving a bonus, is a, it doesn't work. Because like if you serve alcohol to someone who's already drunk... The bartender becomes liable for their them getting home. Oh, yeah. But what we can do is we could do a BYOB open bar tournament, and then you get bonus points for uh, like if you bring a twelve pack, you get five bonus like one bonus point. If you bring a twelve uh, a twenty four pack, you get two bonus points. If you bring a bottle of liquor, you get five bonus bonus points to the tournament. I think that might be a, a, a good um, if you want to promote the environment of just drinking and partying around playing Warhammer, I think you could do something like that, like a BYOB thing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you and I have talked about running tournaments before. You definitely want to um, I either, either to run the, your own tournament or to, to help be, out with Martin. I would like to run a, a QCR-style event where um, it's a good time and a fun environment and everyone's having drinks first. Yeah. 
and then it's a tournament. I think that would be great. We always um, joke about our old club being a drinking club with a gaming problem. No, and, yeah, and 100%. The more, the more we say that, the more I realize it's not a joke. That's And that's also not an indictment of our alcoholism. Like, that's where we put our priorities. Our priority is being a group no, of guys we, that we like hanging out with first. Yeah. And we happen to play Warhammer. Yeah, I think it's this hobby as the way we look at it um, as a whole is like a good way to tell your wife like, hey, I'm going to go away and I'm going to drink with my friends for a whole weekend, but don't worry, I can't get in too much trouble because no one can get laid doing this. Right, and at the end of the day, we know the people we're with are of high character and yeah. we're going to look out yeah. for each other. Yeah, it's honestly so. Speaking of high character... Ty at Fat Kid Sports has the next question for us. Oh, dear. He says, will you guys buy a dice tray with this picture on it? The Raiders Sigmar logo in one corner. And he's got a picture of his brother Tom pulling up the, the, sh- the, 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 tablecloth? Like, the tablecloth as I nap under the table, flicking him off wearing this same Clay Thompson jersey. I think that I would buy that dice tray uh, 500 times. I actually think that I would buy anything with the Raiders Sigmar logo on it because <laughs> the Sucky Stormcast is my favorite design ever. So shout out to Eric. Shout out to Eric. If you haven't seen his work, you should check him out. It's at Stone Monk Gamer on Twitter. He does um, like custom decals and stuff like that. You should definitely check him out. All right, next question from at Hobby Bear on Twitter. One Brendan Melnick. Brandon. Brandon. Brand. Brand. Branding. Branding Melnick. Brandy. Brandy Mel- with an I. Yeah. <laughs> so you know she's classy. Why does Joe think lying to me about writing an article about Drunkub so he would get the results? early won't have NashCon repercussions. Um, it's not that I don't think there'll be per- repercussions. I just don't care enough to... Do you want to start? Them. You want to tell the story? Okay. So I emailed... Uh, I messaged Brendan on Twitter and I was like, yo, dude, I need the I need the results for Brute City. And he's like, oh, I'm cleaning them up. You got to calm down. I was like, dude, I'm trying to write a super sweet article <laughs> talking about Jacob's experience and like promoting Brute City because I haven't put any content up on the Rage of Sigmar website in a long time. And, and he was like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll send them to you right away. Well, that was a lie. <laughs> I just wanted to see how Jacob did. <laughs> did it hurt that you put in all that effort to that lie to then see that I, like, four-way tied for 14th place? No, I, it didn't hurt. I just saw that, like, if your paint score would have been normal, you would have probably still won the tournament even though you lost the game. Yeah, that's true. So so I'm excited for you to have this army well-painted. Yeah, agreed. One thing I was thinking about with, um, with Brew City is that the way they did secondaries sort of did players a disservice because there's a list of 30 secondaries you can earn. And you can get as many as you want in any given game, uh, right? Which is super cool. It makes for fun play experiences. But it caps the scores at 15. And it something like 80% of players got 15 out of 15 of those secondary points, which uh, means it's not really a differentiator. It's not helping separate the, the high-tier, low-tier paint, Paints get capped at what? Paint got capped, I think, at 50. Yeah, and you were um, like 30. I got 30. 30, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think if there was more variance in those secondary scores you also would see a bigger variance. Because a lot of players, basically, all the scores were increase of five. <coughs> That's number four, for yeah. those of you keeping track at home. Uh, but also, the problem is, that was ta- uh, tacked onto your score at the end. So there was no differentiating between someone who got all their secondaries versus didn't. And there was so no like way... So guys that were playing each other... That's why I probably played that Iron Jaws player round three, is because there would have been differences in secondaries a lot of times. And I sort of oh, feel bad because yeah, he got dicked in the pool of thirty across the whole time. Exactly. Okay, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, dude, I mean, every tournament has a different thing, and like, if yeah. that's you know, that's like a different way of well, playing. Well, I really should... like I really like that format of like, here's thirty things, go after them. Um, but I also think that it. it yeah, might but if you get ten t- of them in, turn, in round one, 
that should be a booster, right? Yeah, but you can get so. a minor in ten of them. So yeah, I don't right. know. I don't know. The, I don't know the right answer. Yeah, I just you got to sit down and do the math on it, right? It's just me. That's just me, like thinking out loud about my experience. Anyway, next question. Anyway, anyway, next question comes from Tristan Gray. Oh, I love Tristan. I long time caller. Long time <laughs> caller. First time listener <laughs> for, for the squad. What's your opinion on compendium scrolls and tournaments? I think that if it's viable, like, all right, so I'm, I'm sure Tristan's asking because he's a Tomb King guy. And I'm pretty sure he's Bretonians. It's Bretonians. Is it Bretonians? It's definitely Bretonians. Yeah, it's Bretonians. Yeah, he's okay. I mean, isn't his handle, like, when I whenever I watch on um, Honest Wargamer, his tag is, is Bretonian Tristan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's a good guy. Yeah. He's Canadian, right? Uh, Prince Edward's Island. Where is that? That's where they, like... Is that pier- in Canada? That's where they pierce just, like, the front of your dick. <laughs> <laughs> all right, right compendiums compendiums i'm cool with it because my man randy shout out to blandy shout out to queen blandhotep <laughs> yeah it's my girl yo randy plays <laughs> did you just spit beer everywhere almost, almost. i'm not a quitter <laughs> i swallowed <laughs> no matter how bitter it tastes you swallow can't um, really foam me there <laughs> comes out like a slushy machine it's like I'm pissing pancake batter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, four beers in. It's forty minutes. Let's keep it up. Compendium. It's good. They should leave it in. I'm with it. I think they should leave all of them in as long as I they're think they should make points. them part of the game, dude. Yeah, I, I think Bretonians are a cool. Honestly, they're talking about free peoples and Bretonians, right? Uh, you can easily combine those two. Yeah. You combine those two. You can Fretonians. have Bretonians. Um Fredonia. Fredonia. Knights of Sidonia. Isn't that the name of a Muse song? I got ghost balls. I don't listen to Muse. <laughs> I don't know. I've heard them once. Uh, I almost caught a Mew. Oh, my God. I like Mewtwo better. All right, next up, uh, he also asks, should the campaign allegiances be allowed, like Firestorm and Forbidden Power? I think so. I think they they just add a little bit of flavor to armies that were sort of struggling, especially with something like Legion of Grief, which gives you a way to play night hunt stuff in Legions of Nagash, essentially. Yeah, because Oleander's a Mortark, right? Exactly. Okay, cool. Yep. I think... I think um, it's up for the community to decide across time, but I have no problems with seeing anything get taken because it's your hobby. Yep. You should be able to bring what you want to bring. And, like, I mean, that 400 points allies cap is nice, mm-hmm. but I think there should be a way to say, you know what, you can get 50% of your points of this guy or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't matter. As long as, um, you know, it doesn't totally ruin the game, but I'm sure the community will figure it out. So Yeah. Uh, he also followed up with, what's your ideal tourney setup for rules? I would say that battle is like 75% of your score and then paint and sports. I think sportsmanship is my number one thing I want to see more of in AOS. And I, we always say this. Yeah. But I just think that you it's should be... It's also tough re- to get right because sports can be one of those things where like you chipmunk your teammate because you want to see them do well. Yeah, or also also like you'll see people be act like an asshole and ding someone because they beat them in a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you just do... You know, drop the lowest, drop the highest. Yeah, and then... You got your middle ground right there. It, it depends. You're playing a six-game tournament, drop the lowest, drop the highest. Yeah. Average the middle. Or drop the... Or just... Or drop the lowest at all. So... Because people will ding you, you know I mean? And that's right. shitty. Um, and not everyone gets along. We're not... You know, we're not built as human beings to be like that. But... Yeah. Um, having a sports score that's just not like... 1 to 10 or 1 to 5, having one that's like, were they on time? And then if you lie about it, you you say to the, you're, you know, the TO is going to be like, were they on time? It's the TO's job to now go and go, how late were you? 
And the guy goes, I wasn't fucking late. Well, that and was something that Brendan rescued. literally did at Brew City. Every time a game was starting, he goes, the round is starting. If your opponent's not there, they are late. Mark this in your pack. Yeah. It's clear. And clear yeah. communication is all you can ask for, really. I think Rick said at uh, Bobo, one of his opponents showed up 30 minutes late and it like, infected, affected his game. Yeah. Which is shit, you know what I mean? Like... Or, I don't know, was it 30? Was that or was it Hohen who said that at South Coast GT? Or um, one not, of Hohen wasn't at South Coast. Not South Coast. Uh, oh, uh, SCGT. Yeah, uh, SCGT. No, SAGT. SAGGT. Yeah, Saggy. Bob Saget GT. <laughs> Wrecked him. Damn, Damn near killed him. him. All right, what's next? <laughs> All right. Um, so, to, to answer Tristan's question for me, uh, I think my ideal breakdown would be. 40% battle, 30% paint, 30% sports. And I think that the best way to do sports, you can do the checklist, that's fine, but I don't like that being the basis of your sports score. I think the best thing to do is have, at the end of the tournament, have everyone rank their opponents one through five. Yeah, and, and then if and someone then, gets like three ones, you know they're a problem. Exactly, right? but you can still do the drop lowest, drop highest, and that also is a way to make sure if someone, if that someone gets a bunch of ones, they're in, awful. If they get a bunch of fives, they're great. And, mean, like, no one's going to get punished for threes. They should get a bit of a bonus for fours. Yeah. And, like, a look, five, you should you get a... you looked at, like, the Adepticon sports scoring, the way Alex Everyone it, got the same score. Which isn't right, though, because if you read it right, number five was, this guy is my new best friend. Yeah. And I gave out two of those. Or one. I gave out one. Yeah, I gave out three or four, but I had but a lot like, of good games. But, but like, my, my normal games that were just good games, I gave out fours. Yeah. Which you know, should they be acceptable. Yeah, yeah. They were great. They were good. It was a great game. I'd love to play them again. Yep. But like a three is the my game's average. Right. But like you know, and that's what it is. So. Yeah. I gave out one. I gave out a three to that kid that I didn't really have a good time playing. I should have gave him a two. Probably. Yeah. yeah. But that's you know we have to you have to it's hard for us for people to go know you knowing that you're affecting someone's score. Yeah. With it, but if they do suck, they suck. It's just it is what it is. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Um, all right, so next question still comes from Tristan. He said, what would you name an NBA AOS podcast, and will you contribute to my Patreon? We don't have any money, Tristan. Uh, we spend it all on alcohol and tournament registration. I and Joe just, I, Joe just I, I bought have, a new mic. I have a lot of money, oh. but I don't believe in Patreon, dude. Stop being a cheap bastard and just pay for it all with your own fucking money like we do. Cool. What would you name a... Uh, <laughs> I already told them. I said Malice at the pa- Prismatic Palisade. That's pretty good. I think that's a really good one. I know it's long, but Malice at the Palace is definitely the best basketball fight. Might be one of the better sports fights in history. I mean, they're, I mean, I watch hockey mainly, and Tristan's Canadian, so it's like their main sport. Mm-hmm. You should know about it. Um, so there is fighting in hockey. It's part of the sport. But, like, for, I mean, Ron Artest just beat the fuck out of everybody in the crowd and shit. And shout out to Queensbridge! <laughs> so, that's all I want to say. Speaking of, though, there's a pretty good there's a pretty good response on Twitter from one at Sam Morgan. He's he's the face of Warhammer. His answer oh, was, Arab, right? was meta world peace. <laughs> I don't get it. Because of the meta. We're always talking about the AOS meta. Yeah, and what's... Meta what? world peace. Ron Artest changed his name to Meta World Peace. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that at all. So it's Meta World Peace. I had a couple funny ones. No, they weren't funny. I had a couple ideas, which were the LA Lakers of Years. That's a good one. And uh, Mad War Doc Rivers. And then Slanice said Tree Lord Rollins. I have no idea who that is. What about uh, Magic Phase Johnson? Magic. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's Except good it's, the Magic Phase doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Or, 
I don't know. Cool. We'll edit in funnier answers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next question. Oh, fuck. That was the last question? No, hold on. Hold on. Yeah, next question. From Chris Cousins at That Old Egg on <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Pour some out. Man's moving to England. We'll never see him again. Yeah, we're going to see him at Bobo probably. Yeah, that's true. Uh, first question, why is my old band better than your old band? Well, first of all, I resent that because I was never in a band, so fuck you, Chris. And second off, you never plugged your band in your fucking podcast, so it's not better than mine. Boom. Roasted. Yeah, Next win. question. I win. You why suck. do you hate contrast paints so much? So I'm glad he asked, because we've been bitching about this for the whole <laughs> drive. Joe, you lead it off. Yeah, I hate contrast paints because, one, they're not out yet. Boom. Yeah, what else? Two, I don't have any access to them yet. Boom. What else? Three. It's because, you know what, man? I don't really use Games Workshop paints. I tend to use Reaper miniature paints. I really like them. They have a nice, nice, they look good. They water down nice. They, they, they come in a dropper bottle. Oh, yeah. That's why I hate contrast paints. You made a whole new paint line. You couldn't even put them in dropper bottles. It's 2019, W. We live in a society. Yeah. Also, I put a lot of work into my other armies. And really, it takes a lot of work. And I'm really proud of the work that I did on my other armies. So, they shouldn't be able to just slap some shit on there and have it look way better than the armies that I painted, especially my Skaven army. Uh, and so, we should not be encouraging people who don't care about the hobby to be getting into this game. Because that's not what it's about. It's about putting in your time, your work, your blood, your sweat, and your tears to make sure that everyone knows that you're a mediocre painter. <laughs> I can't wait for contrast I, I paints. Also, I, I also think that contrast paints, the only thing I don't like is that you can't use your wet palette. You can't use a wet palette. Unless you fill the wet palette with the medium. Oh, that's oh, the, that's shit. The that's an expensive-ass wet palette right there. <laughs> like $400 in medium in there. Uh, I actually am really looking forward to trying wet, wet blending with the contrast paints. You know, I wet blended all the stonework around that, um, around that star. I didn't use contrast paints, obviously, but around the, the Chaos Star yeah. train piece, I, all the stonework, huh. that's all wet paint. I didn't know. Yeah. Cool. It kind of um, gets like a little bit of an oil painting look when I'm doing it, because it did it really fast. Yeah. Uh, I thought it looked really nice. It kind of looks like a um, Bob Ross painting. Huh. Little happy trees here. Yeah. Ha little, happy rocks. <laughs> little frisky Chaos dead, Star over there. Dead dream. All right. um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, contrast paints I think are going to be great. I'm super yeah. excited. Chris, if you hate contrast paints... You hate America. Yeah. <laughs> and if you hate America, we're Fuck coming. you. <laughs> Come for you. All right, next question. When will you shave a Dweller's logo onto the side of your head? Man, send me a less complicated version of that Dweller's logo, and I will put that on the side of my head. Honestly, the only reason why I won't do it is I don't feel like going to Spash Harlem to get a haircut. <laughs> That's a very regional reference. Yeah. I like it. Next question, still from Chris Cousins. Wow. Do you think the NHS should be up for grabs during post-Brexit trade negotiations between the UK and US? What's the NHS? <laughs> I don't know what any of those acronyms mean. <laughs> UK and US. I don't know. <laughs> um, Damn. Uh, so uh, I think we, we're going to give that question Chris, a solid maybe. Wait, Six out of ten hammers. Does have like a doctorate degree or is that one of the other ones? I think so. Stupid yeah. Australian. He's got a doctorate. Did you know that the, the visa website on <laughs> to get a visa in Australia because I just got mine? It's like, what country do you currently reside in? And the United USSR is still there. <laughs> they haven't been a country since like 1980 nice. Hey, real quick, <laughs> shout out to the HBO series Chernobyl. Give it a watch. Real good. Spoiler alert, cancer. Moving right along. Wow. Next question comes from Arthur Tradle on Twitter. It's Arthur, T-R-E-I-T-L. First time writer, presumably 
listened once at least. Yeah. He said, if you had to fight a war gamer to the death in a gladiatorial match with everyone watching, who would it be? Oh my god. If I had to fight one of them? Yeah. To the death. I mean, I basically already did that with Joe Career. <laughs> I can't say what I want to say. Yeah, you can. Does it rhyme with Den Beasel? <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, I think I would nominate Rick to be my champion, and he would fight anybody and win. Yeah, um, honestly, dude, we, we don't fight in like a single gladiator match. We roll with all the Bruces, yep. and we're rolling like 25 And all deep. the dwellers. Yeah. Honestly, dude. And all of Canada. Nathan Prescott just oh headbutting people to death. Rhodesia forever! <laughs> never dies! Yeah. Rhodesia's never die. All right. So, uh, yeah, solid maybe on that. I fight Brendan Melnick. He's got no reach. (laughs) (laughs) Short arms. Oh, I thought you were talking about his media reach. (laughs) Oh, wow. Damn. All right. Uh, Next up, if you, from Mr. Mephisto on Twitter, at uh, Mr. underscore Meth, M-E-P-H, if you had an AOS-themed punk rock band, what would you name it? Also, you can't just use your podcast name. <laughs> All right, I got a good one because I'm a big punk rock guy. Yeah, and uh, it's a little nod to if you anyone here listens to pot, uh, punk rock, mm-hmm. it's uh, Gristle Gore Allen and the Murder Junkies. What? <laughs> yeah, because uh, Gigi Allen was a punk rock like legend because he was like the biggest piece of shit in punk rock ever. But uh, he used to like shit on stage and eat it and like punch people in the face Whoa. and do terrible shit. And then he died. He owed to eat on heroin and died in the '90s. But everyone thought he was just sleeping. <laughs> he took his dead body and like posed with it. So they weakened and burnished his body. No, dead ass, dude. It's fucking for real. No, clearly I mean, dead ass and a, dead all of him. They, go on. They made a movie, uh, a documentary, all about like when he died. They like filmed his his funeral and he's like covered in shit and blood in his in his casket, like still covered in all this shit. Literally wouldn't let him embalm. He's all bloated, and like they're like opening his mouth and like putting heroin in it. And like pouring Jim Bean in his mouth, in his corpse's mouth, and shit. It's fucking horrible. What's this thing called? It's called. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. But like, if you just Google G.G. Allen and the Murder Junkies, I think it's the G.G. Allen and, and the, the Murder, Murder Junkies. Junkies. It's like him and his brother Merle's band. Yeah, they were like unbelievable people. He went on like a t- he went on like a, a morning talk show and was like, "I'm coming for your children. I'm gonna fucking rape your children. I'm gonna kill your family. I'm gonna do all this." And then, and then he died. <laughs> So like, he died like two days so later. So it's not like he didn't deserve it. No, he was a giant piece of shit. He's wow. like an enigma because if you like look at him, he's like looking at a like a car fire. Wow. Yeah, you gotta check it out, dude. It's unbelievable. That's amazing. Yeah, and he looks just like the Warhammer giant model. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even joking, dude. You gotta see it. <laughs> I'll show you a picture. It's unbelievable. Holy shit. Yeah, What's I've the- always thought about making a Warhammer giant model, but like I shave off all of his pants. And I just get, leave him in, like, because he would wear, like, tidy whities on stage and, like, make it covered in shit and give it, like, a bunch of really shitty, like, pin and needle tattoos and shit. And, uh, yeah, he was a, dude, he was a real old life. Real Damn. old life. Real piece of shit. Wow. Yeah, he was okay. like, yeah. Well. <laughs> but, like, Gristle Gore Allen and the Murder Junkies. That's pretty good. <laughs> it was GG. All right, so I got a couple. Uh, and these are based on the fact that I know pretty much nothing about metal. So I punk. tried to. <laughs> try punk music, dude, it's different. Punk music. Oh, fuck, I thought the same thing. I thought it was a type of metal. No. Punk right. music's different. Well, here we go anyway. First one is Rebel Metal. Okay. Super super original. Next one is Hollow Mourn Me No More. Okay. Yeah. Last one is Blister Skinheads, baby. 
Blister skinheads? Yeah. I love that. That's awesome. That's great. You could do like an agnostic front style band. Blister skinheads. I like that. Thanks. To you, dude. To you. Cheers. You're still on that beer? Yeah. I've been reading your fucking questions the whole time. All right. Next question. Four down. <laughs> Seven to go. <clears throat> next question from Mike's Minis at MS Minis. Oh, Mike Scaletti? Ms. Minis. Sorry. Oh, Ms. Ms. Minis. Uh, hello, ma'am. <laughs> she writes... Keeper of Secrets versus Marathi in a mud wrestling match. Who wins? Me, because I'm masturbating. <laughs> I think the Keeper of Secrets wins. I think I win. Actually, I no. How do you how do you wrestle a snake? A snake just sort of slithers out. and. I guess you're right, yeah. yeah. All right. How about in a freestyle rap battle, which one of them would win? All right. So, Marathi versus Keeper of Secrets. Marathi versus <laughs> Keeper. Keeper of Lyrics. All right. I think the Keeper of Lyrics wins... Because one, the Keeper of Secrets doesn't really look like a white woman, so yeah. I would say that Marathi is like Iggy Azalea, uh-huh. Azalea, whatever yep. her name. Shout out to all of our Australian boys, dollars <laughs> below Iggy Azalea. Um, so I think <laughs> Marathi is pretty much like Crayshon, yeah, you know, just not just bad rapping, just but like, like riff raff. Yeah, don't ever talk about him like that. <laughs> Awful white people rap. Yeah, she's um, like a Marathi is basically female Macklemore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so on the overall, I would say that. But you Keeper think Keeper Secrets, Secrets might be like like a Cardi B? Yeah, like talking about sucking dick and shit, like yeah. eating ass. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cardi B. Honestly, yeah. I love Cardi B. Me too. Yeah, I'm about Cardi B. Cardi B is my shit. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, I'm pretty much with you. I think uh, Keeper Secrets also. Also, have also you seen Keeper Cardi B's Secrets? real name? <laughs> is it Cardija no, Baratheon? No, no, look it up. <laughs> I really, I really wish her name was Cardija Baratheon. <laughs> no, it's not. But uh, Keeper Secrets also would win because one of her right hand. Maidens or, or uh, characters is the Infernal and Rapturous, who plays music. So they literally have music on the track, on the table at all times. Yeah, it's awesome. Her Easy. real name is Belcalius Marlenus Alamanzar, which I'm pretty sure I just summoned a demon. <laughs> <laughs> you summoned me. Yeah, I do thy bidding. Yeah. <laughs> so dope. Uh, next, last question from Ryan Inman at Gnomesbane on Twitter. Oh man, those poor gnomes. Did you ever get those burger rings? Goomboss sent me proof of postage this week, and I'm really nervous they're going to show up at the house while I'm at this tournament, and, and Lindsay's going to fucking eat them all, because she's going to see a package from New Zealand and be like, these are fucking burger rings, so I hope they should be coming in the next couple days, uh, and I'm going to fucking fist fuck them all right into my face hole. <sighs> So I, they if, probably won't. If arrive. they come, if they come tomorrow, we get to eat them. We together get to eat on them Monday. together on 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 Sunday night and or, Monday and morning. Monday morning. Yeah, and while driving to Laguardia, shoving them in our faces. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be great. So, uh, shout out to Goomboss Seth. That's my boy. Yeah, bigger shout out to Burger Rings. To Burger Rings, I want not a sponsor, just real big fans. No, if you guys, if Burger Rings could sponsor us. And all I would require is them to send me one package every two weeks of like fucking ten per episode. Yeah, yeah. More than that, but um, <laughs> I would be so excited if they made if they sold those in the United States. I'd be it'd be lit. So um, definitely shout out to Burger Rings, shout out to Seth, shout out to uh, the New Zealand community because we're not going to be able to make it out there in 2020. Yeah, uh, but in true. 2021, we're gonna fuck your hobbit holes wide open. I got bitches all on my dick and every day sucking on my balls, licking on my balls. Bitches, they know. Stick it in that booty hole, my balls, my balls, suck on my balls. Come on. All up in that asshole, 
Let me hit that booty raw Licking the dick, sucking the ball Swab a dog, beating down your pussy Walk to the ground, spin around and round And these stacks get down Swallow the nut, dick in the butt Beating it up and that's how I fuck I got bitches all on And we are back And we are back And who we have with us? We got Chuck Hey Chuck, uh, Chuck, what's your last name, dude? Black. Chuck Black. What's your social security number? Not coming. What's your <laughs> mother's maiden name? Mars. All right. How do we? What else? Do we need your address? What's, what your was your card? first pet's uh, name? Jason. Go to trade lab. You guys, that's a really human know. name for a dog. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> like if I had a cat, I would name it Greg. <laughs> <laughs> what's your cat's name? Greg. What? Oh, fuck it. His name's Greg. So we're we're fucking around at the at the venue. We're running to Chuck, who incidentally is going to be taking Joe's army to Triumph GT. Yeah, we, thanks, Qantas. Yeah, thanks. We should call them thanks, American Qantas. Oh, found it, found it, right there. There you go. Anyway, we come back to the room and start chatting, and the question comes up: What are your top five AOS models? So we wanted to include Chuck in this conversation, and we're going to go in a circle and list our top five favorite. Warhammer models. Joe, what's your favorite Warhammer or Warhammer historical model? Uh, number five mm -hmm. is going to be the Leviathan. I just think that model looks so good. That Howda is really, really dope. The just everyone. How do you paint it? Um, I mainly use brushes. Oh. Yeah. Um, I think it's just really cool because I like turtles. Thanks, Daniel. Yeah. My uh, number five oh, would here. probably be the the Kurnoff Hunters with mm -hmm. Moe's. Oh, it's just good. such a good kit. Yeah, they're they're so dynamic. They're easy to convert. They're they're cool looking even in their stock poses. I, I have no complaints. No, yeah, the, those were an excellent addition to the tree. Yeah, because a lot of them were group. static before the dryads. You know, they're some of their like, claws eh, are cool looking. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. they didn't have any movement to them. Right. Right. Exactly. And like the tree lords have a bit of customizability to them, but the Kurnoth hundred are the first models in that range that have a lot of movement. Even Alarial. Not that much movement, and Drycha yeah. is in this like linebacker pose where she's ready to take a tackle. But really, the Kurnoth hunters are where that. She sits off my tryptophobia, so I hate her. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Fear, fear of little holes. <laughs> Don't like it. Chuck, what's your number five? Uh, I think the new Gotrek model. Oh god, is yeah. your number five? That's, That's like my yeah. number yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. model's so sick. <laughs> oh. No, I like his little little stripy pants. You know. He's oh yeah, Fire Slayers had pants. They would look so much better. Yeah, hundred yeah. I mean, percent. Yeah. He's not wearing little nappies, so you know the rest of them wear well, nappies. What's that? What's that mean? Uh, because a diaper. Diaper. Yeah. 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 Do, no, I, do, I, do I own some of those? Depends. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked with an old man. I was like, "Hey, bro, what's seventy-five-year-old pussy tastes like?" He's like, "Depends." <laughs> All right. All right, Joe. What's your number four? My number four. Ooh, I would say I really, really enjoy. Mm. You can go. There's so historical. many. There's so many. I would say my number four is a historical. It's that the new Gandalf with um, Pippin. Pippin on him. Mm. That that on the horse. That just like we were looking at him earlier because sure I just bought a ton of uh, Lord of the Rings stuff and him compared to like the regular horses. Like fucking Shadowfax is enormous. Mm. It's just, there's so much musculature on that model and then like his robe is moving so well uh, on the horse and on foot. Like yeah. there's just. They really caught like the motion in that model. That's I think really that's a, a top ten of all models all time for me. Oh, yeah. So I would say top five from Games Workshop. That's yeah. really good. My number four is going to be the evocators on Dracolines. Oh yeah, those, those, are those evocators killer. on cats are. Mm -hmm. There's so much movement. They take everything that made the 
the powder is good and put them on actually cool looking mounts that don't just look like chocobos from from Final Fantasy. Um, they're they're like yeah. retributors and like the the good paladins on a kick-ass mount. But they do look feline, right? Like oh, they have the yeah. sleekness to. Be but like feline. they have the power of like a silverback gorilla. Yeah, I, I fucking love them. Yeah, yeah. So, was that weird? No, no. <laughs> I'm not aroused by monkeys. Are you? No, no. no. Cool, Chuck. What about so, you? Uh, probably the guardian of souls with the mortality glass. Ooh, yeah. how come? Because the rules are fucking bent. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, the oh. special. The special. Like, I was telling like, you about that. Yeah. About that store, or what was that? Uh, new it's, store opening. Model? Yeah. That's, Is it like dickhead. if they're if they're within six, you have to roll one d six for your yeah. charge? Yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. That's brutal. That's bent. I would say my number three is the Varigard. Oh, yeah, oh those are killer. Yeah. They, honestly, if they do ever chosen with like an on foot Varengard, Chaos is my next army in a heartbeat. Yeah, they're so fucking sick looking. Um, even at a hundred bucks for three, how many are they in Australian dollar dues? Uh, it's about a house. About a house? <laughs> yeah. Okay. So three <laughs> houses. I'm gonna need like three to twelve houses. Yeah. Right. But right. But that's that's less than a than a hotel in Monopoly. So you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. Right. You that's just good. buy them on Baltic or something like that. Yeah. Fuck it. Yolo. Uh, my number four. I'm sorry. Like my number, number three. three. Sorry. My, my number three <laughs> is actually a, a, a tie between the Mirmorn Banshees and the Blade Guys Revenants. Both of those are really sexy models. There's so much movement. Yeah. They obviously don't rank up well, but they have so much of the like the creepy ghost flying about. Crying out in pain. Um, the, the thing about Nine Haunt is that's so good about that line is that they all are so similar, but they're so different they're at so the same unique. time. Like they all have that that ghosty, like ethereal, like kind of like fabric floating Trail. thing about going on, yeah. going on them. But you can visibly tell what everybody is on the table, and they all look different. Yeah. And I really appreciate that. I think they did a really good job of that. So I would say that um, definitely that whole entire line is incredible. That's I just cool. wish they're oh. The, Talk about something from that line there. Okay, in a second. Chuck. I'm going to probably say the same one. So, Lady Alinda. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That the, ghost boob, she can oh, get it. She can get it. She's got like a whole, yeah. she's got a whole like Hasidic Jew thing going on with the bed sheets <laughs> that you want to bang her through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. My number two, I was going a little different. That fucking black coach. Oh, shit. Yeah. What an amazing model. So Especially good. when it's coming out of a realm gate. Oh, I've never seen that. But if I saw if on someone, Twitter, yeah, if I someone would did like that or retweet it, it would be really cool. If someone I would did that. Really like yeah, it. yeah. The only problem is uh, monochrome. Have you seen the latest uh, beautiful GW black coach done in monochrome? It's kind of boring. It's very concepty. It's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, not to diverge too much, like I love contrast paints. I think they're great for people that don't have the drive to paint an army like that, and I think they're great. Like for me, I'm gonna do Fuck all contrast paints. I'm doing contrast paints are for posers who don't have the time and effort to put in and learn the talent, or happen to be unemployed for like four months, like I was when I learned to actually paint. <laughs> yeah, I was in the same boat. But um, I would say contrasts are, are are really good for those dudes, you're and I think they would they would look nice. You're but if you're gonna do them in, you can't fire me from my podcast. Um, I don't think it's cool to do that style of army Seth. with contrast because you can do it yeah. better without it. Yeah, with Xenophils, frankly. Yeah. 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 My number two is actually going to be the new um, snake or bird army of the Warcry. Oh, Both my God. The snake God. and the yeah. bird yeah. warbands for Warcry look unbelievably oh my good. The, the bird I'm, ones are my favorite. The, the snake one where the guy's about to shoot a snake off his arm like it's surfing on him, and he's got the snake mask, but the bird ones also look incredible. I'm just going to say Warcry animal-themed. 
End of sentence. Yeah, the um, I like the uh the like uh the beastmen like the the dudes that are like all covered in fur and shit. They're really cool. They're cool. And I even like the guys that are a little Mad Maxy like. Like the, like the armor's like looks like it's nailed into them and shit. Like, oh, like those dudes are they've cool. They've got the um, the one dude has like like what's, uh, it, what's that game Bioshock where they've got like oh the, yeah a little bit of the Bioshock the feel Aquanaut to them. heads on them. Yeah, though I think the entire line for Warcry looks dope. Yeah, it looks great. Chuck number two, uh, Hag Queen on her cauldron, oh, just yeah. like the blood, you know, the blood and it's coming down the stairs mm-hmm. and oh, the yeah, guy at the back. Sick. I love that. It's a solid choice. Number one, Joe. I don't know if I should go for it, but it. troll really? hag. I just love big titties. Oh, god. I just want to slap them titties. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, face. Yeah, I just want to get. I want her to motorboat me to death. I want snoo soup. I want it to be fucking painful. <laughs> troll hag wants snoo snoo. I love it. She's so. I just. I think that if I'm gonna go with a non-forge world model, yeah. nicest AOS model. I feel like I'm gonna steal Chucks right now, but Marathi <laughs> is incredible, dude. So which one are you picking? Troll hag, obviously. Troll She's hag. got bigger titties. Yeah. <laughs> Significantly bigger titties. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good call. What's your number one? Man, I just had it and I just lost it. And I think it's going to come down. It's got to be the, the new Keeper kit. The new oh, Keeper so is sick. so good. But is it Shalaxy or whatever her name is? Shalaxy, the I'm, I, I don't, I don't discriminate. They can both get no, it. No, I just love that spear and shield combo. The spear it and shield looks so really, key, the, dude. The, like. I actually like the face on the normal one better, and I like. I think the sword looks awesome. Yeah. I just that whole kit does it ticks the, every box for me. If only it had two boobs. The the normal. Oh, honorable mention the fucking fiends. The yeah. fiend oh, model fiend is really, really good. good. But but it's got also the, the key honestly kit. out of that whole like if I had to pick a range that I think was the best range overall, all the new Slanesh stuff is so good. Like the uh, the, the mask is the, super good. The too. duel, the one with the, the chick riding the guy's back. Oh, uh, the, the Siskelly. Yeah, that's just such a like really clean and design. The, the rules reflect a model that has like yeah, like you get the pile in twice, but you yeah. have to use one at one time and one at the other. I think it was a really cool idea. I agree. Um, and the the keeper, what I like about the Shalax, the main mm-hmm. character and the keeper is like the main keeper's more androgynous, but sh- the sh- the the Shalaxy. name she's yeah. a little more like effeminate. Mm-hmm. I think that was like a cool idea to do. They did Slanesh right by making them not too feminine. Very like they really are androgynous. They really are like a whatever you want them to be. Yeah, I have what you want me to be, baby. Let's get down. <laughs> What are you looking You want to suck my dick? Like, you know what you I mean? You want me to suck your dick? I don't um, care. We yeah. need both. Mouth to mouth. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm saying? How much is ZJ? If you have to ask, you can't afford it. Yeah. So, Chuck, right, where Chuck, are you at for number, number one? one? Oof. That's hard. So you mentioned Marathi. She is sweet. Oh, my God. Do you mean but little Marathi or big Marathi? Big Marathi. I would fuck a bigger one. I'd fuck the regular one in her vagina and the other one in her Glowaco. You know what I mean? But. But speaking oh. of Forge World, oh. I think the Slanesh Keeper Secrets. Oh, I mean eight titties. You like a girl with dreads, don't oh, you? Yeah. You know what? You're a freak, aren't you, Chuck? <laughs> you know what it is too, though, about that that model. Oh, that model has been Forge World's best fantasy line model for so yeah. long. Like, you know, what I mean, like that model's so been out for a long time. You think it's better than the yeah. Corn Dragon? Oh yeah, I think that Corn Dragon's. Uh, back tumor that the throne son kills that model. If that model didn't have the back tumor, I'd be all about it. But like, it's re- that kills the whole model. We already talked about this in this podcast. You think it's better than the Squeak Gava? I will say, spitters are quitters. <laughs> I like the the Colossal Squid a lot. I think that's a great model. I think um, 
pre the new Great Demon models, all those Great Demon models were excellent. Right. I think um, the Forge World, like, uh, Free People Command, that yeah. awesome. The Goblin Command. The Goblin awesome. Command is insane. Yeah. It's so that, beautiful. That banner is just gorgeous. Everything about that was great, yeah. especially in the time of 8th edition, like, when yeah. we were playing that. It was just, they, they definitely stood out if you had them. Um, so that's top five. What are honorable mentions? I was about to ask that, Joe. What's your honorable, honorable mention? Honorable mention. Oh, man. Fuck. There's just so many models like flying through my head. Um, I really... I, like, I remember being post-eighth and playing BA like exclusively. Like and being in historicals at the time. He means bold action. Yeah. For those of you who aren't fucking yeah. cast dice, that's C A S T. Yeah, cast dice. We get it. Um, <laughs> Nick, beats. I remember looking at that Nurgle, like the great and clean one, and being yeah. like, "Holy shit!" Like looking at that on the GW website because I would yeah. still go lurk and be like, "Hey, what's oh, my yeah. ex girlfriend up to?" And like, <laughs> um, that great and clean one is so fucking fly. Yeah. All three, all three possible kids out of it are dope. Yeah. Um, Ronicus is sick looking. It's just, and then even after that, the plague drones—they're dope. So I would say that Nurgle line would be my honorable mention. Yeah. Like, I know Blight Kings were in eighth, but Blight Kings were fucking awesome. Gut Rot Spume is awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, the characters on foot are—they're all, all good. They're all like really, really excellent sculpts. The only, even the, the newer plague bearers, I think that they are like the most dated of the line, but yeah. like. I would say the only model in that line I don't like is the Beast of Nurgle. I think it looks too cartoony. It's very yeah. But Hordic Horticulous. Horticulous. He's dope. cool. That snail He's is really sick. Cool. Yeah, and if you do it right, it doesn't look too car- too cartoony. So yeah. I would say that the whole line is pretty fucking fantastic. So I could probably pick most stuff from the Stormcast line. Like Paladers are cool, Evocators are cool. Everything since the except the first release. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everything that's not blocked. Once they added like, cloth to everyone, they got they yeah, got personality. Hundred percent. Like the um, the Neve Black Talon is a super oh, cool she's model. So dope, she's super yeah. cool. Uh, but I, I'm gonna go ahead and say a little bit different. The the snake ladies for for daughters of Cain. Oh, Malusai, yeah. like Malusai, oh, yeah. and and uh, the the ones with the bows. Yeah. The 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 soul or the, the all the uh, new releases for daughters of Cain were great. Even because uh, the witch elves yeah. were still good. They were really really good yeah. for like we're not playing in eighth edition. They were but like, the blood amazing. stalkers and the blood sisters are both oh, just yeah, such amazing. a cool kit. I just can't get enough of them. Yeah. So that's gotta be my pick. What do you think, Balrog? Lord of the Rings yeah. Bower. It's been the same That's like it's a 25 year old model. You know what's crazy? It's been oh, a, the same sculpt. It's been the same sculpt since I'm 16. So, and I would say I still want one. Yeah. Yeah. It just looks so good. Yeah. And, oh, I take. And they took they recast did it in plastics, right? It's plastic yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, in plastic. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when it was metal. Yeah. <laughs> and that thing was a bitch. But um, like. All the Lord of the Rings stuff, the new stuff I've said that like I bought recently, all the new plastics and yeah. shit, they're fucking awesome. Yeah. They're super easy to build. Like I today, I, before you landed, so before nine thirty this morning, I woke up at six. I built twenty four Orkai scouts and I built ten Orkai warriors. How do they know what a menu is? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so I think what we should do let's go let's go speed 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 dating. round speed okay. round okay? okay okay so we're gonna go through all sixty right and okay. you and if you don't know we pass right okay. so start with order darkling covens what about them 
Favorite model. Favorite model? Ooh, Executioners. Uh, is it kind? Uh, for, um, the Canary Heart Raiders. And Life Takers. Divided of Sigma. I've got no fucking idea. Dispossessed. Dispossessed. Oh, Longbeards. Eldritch Council. What's Eldritch Council? Oh. Pass. Free Peoples. Uh, command from, yeah, the command group. Oh, nice. Uh, Fire Slayers. Fire Slayers. Oh, the Magma Droth. Sick. Ideneth Deepkin. Uh, Lotan. Caradron Overlords. The big ship things. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Lethesian. What? Oh, that's 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 the new that's the new that doesn't count. That's the new allegiance from Forbidden Power. Order Order Draconis. There you go. On oh, the dragon, sick. The high elf dragon. Yeah. yeah Order Serpentis. Uh, the the dark elf dragon. Phoenix Temple. It's gonna be the Phoenix Guards. Scourge Scourge Privateers. Oh, dude, the fucking Corsairs are amazing. No, the flying bathtub. What are you talking about? <laughs> what? The flying bathtub? That's no. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. Corindus. <laughs> Corindus. No. Yes. I love Corindus. I have it in my dark book. Oh, that's Orders and Pages. Oh, no, that's you said Scourge Privateers, right? Yeah. Is that in it also? I don't know. No, that's <laughs> no Corindus isn't. That's Darkling. No, it isn't. No, it is. Scourge Privateers is Cryptus. No, it's not. Scourge Privateers is like the flying bath. Oh, then the Fleet Master. Okay, that's oh, right. okay. Black Arm Fleet. Uh, Seraphon, I'm going to go for the Razadons. It's they're... my turn. Yeah. Wow. Seraphon. No, you already said <laughs> it. Give me the next one. I don't want to cheat. Okay. Oh. Chuck, cheat and Chuck. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, oh, Stormcast Eternals. Uh, the Evocators. Awesome. Uh, this is me. Fuck Shadow Blades. Shadow Blades? Oh, shit. It's just that Shadow assassin, Blade. dark elf assassin, <laughs> Shadow Blade. His type. End of answer. That's not fair. Um, uh, Stormcast Eternals. You already uh, asked me that. Swift Hawk Agents. Oh, that is the flying bathtub. Yeah. Fuck, my yeah. bad. Yeah. My yeah. bad. Flying bathtub. Flying bathtub. Yeah, there you go. Wanderers. Do you? I've no idea. I don't even know what Wanderers oh, are. Oh, man, really? The, the Waywatcher Lord. The Waywatcher is so good. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. yeah. And finishing it off, Sylvaneth. Oh, for me, uh, Sylvaneth, I would say Spirit of Durthu. I love that. The cracked face, he looks badass. What's wrong? Trichus better. Trichus? No. Also, Alarial's way cooler, too. No, she's not. I don't like bugs. You go fuck yourself. <laughs> Did you hit record yet? Yeah, we've been recording this whole time. That's convenient. It's be a long-ass episode. Right. What's next? for? Is it Chaos next? Or? Yeah, it's Chaos is Holy next. shit! Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's go! Let's go! Okay, uh, Beasts of Chaos. Beasts of Chaos? Oh, man. It's, uh, Gorgon. Oh, good call. Centigore's better, but it's a good call. Bright Hood. Centigore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clanation. Uh, the Deceiver. Good oh, call. I love that model. Yeah, That's okay. gorgeous. Joe. Clan Mulder. Oh, no, Clan Mulder. It would be Pestilence now, right? No. No? And Mulder is like the beasts. The, the beasts. beasts. It's like Rat Ogre's giant... <laughs> oh, I like the, um... Uh, what's it called? Three, the fucking... Two. The Rat Ogre. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Clan Pestilence. Clan Pestilence, it's, it's gotta be the Plague Furnace. Oh, yeah, yeah. they're so sick. Oh, it's good. Although, honorable mention, I really like the, the Corruptor. Corruptor's, Corruptor's really cool, yeah. 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 Clan Sky, Thankful. Oh, I love Thank He's Master Clan. You done fucked up, A.A. Ron. Oh! Your answer should have been the Bombardier. The Bombardier is really cool. Clan Verminous. Clan Verminous. I don't even know what's in that. That's literally just like the Claw Lord, the the War Master guy, and then um, like Clan Rats and oh, um, Storm. Storm. Oh, Storm Verminous. Storm Verminous. They're so good. Of course. Ever chosen? Uh, There's got to be Archeon. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. There's like three choices. <laughs> right. Corn. Who's the, what's the bloodthirster that doesn't fly? Oh, Scarbrand. Scarbrand. Yeah, Love a, that model. It's an okay choice. Okay? Yeah, it's okay. Not good? 
It's alright. Uh, okay. Legion of... Oh. Asgorth. The, the, oh, oh, the, the Asgorth. That's not a real army. Not the real army. Next, real army. army. next the question. Bail sent the Bail Taurus. Yeah, oh my god, that thing is so fucking sweet. Or the trade. Nurgle. Nurgle? Uh, it's gotta be the Beasts of Chaos. They're such dynamic models. They look so <laughs> good. Beast? Beasts of Nurgle. Beasts of Nurgle, there you go, okay. Skaven Tide. Ooh, that you say, I mean, how, how do you choose? Um, I, I love the Grey Seer. I'm just kidding. Harbinger of Decay. <laughs> I love the Grace here, that he's such a giant with a little he's book so out the great. back. Yeah, it's just and good. everything flying out the front. Yeah. Yep. Slanesh? Oh my god. Best Slanesh model? Uh, the chick with the dude with the chick riding on his on her back. Cisco. His back. Yeah, Cisco. Yeah. No, that's yeah. fucking sick. It's an amazing yeah. model. It's or the Fane. The Fane is so cool. The Fane is super cool. Yeah. Or the all the endless spells. Or the cool. endless spell with the mirror. The mirror or the face is pretty fucking cool. The face too. is crazy. It's a, I mean, model wise. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Slaves to Darkness. Slaves to Darkness. Gotta be the Chaos Lord on Manticore. Oh, yeah. He's got that really cool. Yeah, or uh, is it the nice, Sorcerer yeah. that has like the scythe that also has like the circle in it? Yeah. Yeah, that one's super cool. That's cool. Uh, you'll have to help me with this. Tamakin's Horde. Oh, that's oh. um, that's the only thing you have in there is the. Uh, it's like literally Tamakin on a giant toad. Yeah. Okay. Or, oh, no, uh, the Plague Toads. Plague Toads. Oh, yeah, Plague Toads. Those models they're are pretty ugly. I think they're great for Nurgle Beasts and shit. Yeah, yeah they're fine. Thunderscorn. Thunderscorn is, uh, oh man. It's got two choices. You yeah. can't pick wrong. Shagath. I've loved that model since I was a kid. Yep. Dragon Ogre, Shagath. Yeah, Shagath and, and Dragon Ogres. It's all okay. the Thunderscorn. Zinch. Zinch. Ooh, God, I, I gotta go with the Zangor Enlightened. Or, I'm sorry, uh, no, Skyfires. Skyfires. Skyfires are so pretty. Same kid. Fucking yeah. call it the same thing. Yeah. So, Warherds, is that, is that's that Beastman? That's, yeah. that's Bulgors and that's yeah. the Doom Bull. Oh, I love uh, the and and Cygors. Oh, or, um, uh, you know, I, I love the Cygor, the one that's throwing the rock. Yeah, the, the, big, cool. the big model. Yeah, he's, he's pretty dope. He's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's chaos. Oh shit! Oh, Here right. we go. Destruction's gonna be tough. Yeah. No. 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 We're off to death. Oh good. Um, go. Just using this wonderful system here. Um, okay. Death. Flesh eater courts. Ooh, favorite model from Feck. You know it. It's the abhorrent archery. Of course, it looks it is, so fucking new. good. He, he looks well he just, he just looks so good. He's a great, great model. Grand host in the gash. The whole thing. Fuck. Uh, I'm gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Lord Executioner. Yeah. Legion of Blood. I love the uh, vampire on steed. Yep. So the metal one. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh yeah. God, that's one. so dynamic. He's got the like the bats going off his cape. Yep. Yep. Legion of Night. I don't know what's in that. Was that? Um, that's. It's uh, very dark. That's Arcan's. It's basically everything in Legions plus Arkham. Oh, I like Arkham the Black. We'll call him good. Yeah, I like all those Mortok models. Oh, he's Sackman. I like you. That's uh, Vlad. Oh, Vlad? Yeah, fuck yeah. Vlad, always. Since I was a kid. Uh, I, not Vlad. I'm sorry. It's Manfred. Well, yeah, same shit. Whatever. Yeah. Legion of Sacrament. Legion of Sacrament. Arkham. <laughs> <laughs> I've loved him since I was a kid. Nighthawked. Uh, Lady Linda, because I like women in sheets. With yeah. boobs. Yeah. Yep. Soul Blight. Soul Blight is just vampires. Oh, I like the winged vampire lord. Dude. Yeah, that's a good one. The one with the one the wing, big wing and he's got the metal and have, super hard I have, to balance. I have that model. Uh, I was going to use him as my uh, as my um, fucking abhorrent. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, no, yeah, my horned ghoul king. Big flex, but okay. But I that was before the new book came out. Yep. And I was like, fuck it. All right, Tomb Kings. Tomb Kings. Oh, oh God, it's so got to be Kalita. She's got the boobs oh. also. And she's got the cool uh, snake staff. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that's not this that's a, not in AOS anymore. It's just a uh, compendium. It doesn't exist. Yeah. Doesn't exist. Compendiums AOS. It's made up. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. Might yeah. as well be. Yeah. Might as well be cast for us or uh, uh, Britannians. Yeah. yeah. Tristan. Destruction. 
Right, here we go. It's you to start. Beast Claw Raiders. Oh, oh my god. There are so many good models. Yeah, they're uh, all good. Uh, Ice Sprout. It's the Ice Sprout Hunter, dumbass. Our right, next show. No wise means. Bone Splitters. Bone Spitters. That's the. Uh, oh, I love the the Shaman, the new Shaman yeah, model. That's a good call. That's a good model. That's a really good one. Uh, green Skins. Those are old school orbs, oh, dude. Fuck. Uh, it's got to be the Doom Diver. Oh, he doesn't oh. count on that. He doesn't count on oh, that. Oh, fuck. Uh, the the Spear Chucker. Um, no. Fuck. Because those uh, are goblins, dude. Okay. Uh, those are the, gets. The Big Stabber. That's no, that falls under um, the bone splitters. Shit, uh, the the uh, the old school wyvern model. There you go. That I hate that model. No, that I will not. Dope. I will not say that model is my favorite. Ugh. I'll pass. Blue spot gets you. Oh. Asshole. It's so easy. They're all so good. There's no wrong That's answer. so hard. I mean, what, what do we? Where best do we go? Like, surely the best models. Like, just the mangler's so good. The mangler squid. Yeah. Scagrod's so good. Also, the, the, the all of the, all the fanatics the are good. Oh yeah, the fanatics just are fucking oh, three. Uh, mango, so, mango squid, good mango squid. Not only the mango, 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 just the mango. Yeah, interesting. Gutbuster, gutbusters. Oh, iron jaws. I mean, uh, iron, uh, iron guts. Nice. I love Pick those dudes. I, I got the when I they first got released into Warhammer Fantasy and Six Dead. I got the army starter box for Christmas. Like I love 16. the next question it is just shit. fire bellies. <laughs> Iron Jaws. Fuck! Uh, uh the, the the Maw Crusher. Yeah. No! Actually, I like the boss on foot better than the really? Maw Crusher. The Maw Crusher's super cool. I like that guy because he looks like a hulking badass. He a chunk. Oh, yeah, he's like... He thick as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. His football armor. Moon Grot Clans. It's you. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck they are. That's what was the predecessor to, to Gloomsbite. Yeah. Is it what? The predecessor to Gloomsbite. Uh, so open it up. Uh... Well, apparently you can have the fungoid cave shaman. There you oh, go. he's so, dope. Yeah, yeah. That's a good so one. So I really love that one. And last one, and this is it. Spider. Uh, Spider Fang. Spider Fang. Oh, dude, that Arachnorock model. Yeah. So Very fucking cool. good. I love the Arachnorock. But also, when I played Kings of War, I made all my like flea bag riders were the spider riders, but I split their legs open so they fanned out. You perv. So they were like bigger. They looked really fuck. If that that kit. Didn't have like the one piece spiders. If the spider's legs moved, moved were more dynamic than just like four in the front, if you could four in the back. Them. If you could articulate them, that kit would be fucking amazing. It was so much conversion work for that army, and then I sold it for like nothing on eBay because everyone hates Kings of War because the game sucks. Oh, so almost as mad, almost as bad as Ninth Age. Shout out to my keto folks out there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm here drinking alcohol because I'm not a pussy, and I enjoy my life. Yeah, cool. suck a dick, you keto fucks. Tune in tomorrow for our take on day two. Uh, on I mean day, day one. one. Yeah. Fuck. Well, I'll be back here probably with more people. Uh, if not, just cheating ass Chuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> You're a dick. Um, I don't know what's happening. When we come back, we will might, might be more sober or worse hungover or more drunk. But whatever happens, um, we got told we can't drink at the PAL. But they didn't say anything about doing drugs.
know you gon' lose it This new snoop shit, come on baby boo, you got to get into it Gon' fool with the player with the cool wit Yeah, yeah, you know I'm always on that cool shit Walk to it, do it how you do it Have a glass, let me put you in the mood it Little cutie, looking like a student Long hair with your big fat booty Back in the days you was the girl I went to school with Had to tell your mom or sister to cool it The girl wanna do it, I just might do it Get her off with some pimp, pimp fluid Mommy don't worry, I won't abuse it Hurry up and finish so you can watch Clueless I laugh at these niggas when they ask who do this But everybody know who girl that you is And we are back Welcome wow. back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Saturday night, and Joe and I have completed three whole games each of Warhammer Age of Sigmar. From our tournament, Joe, talk to me about your games today at Triumph. Round one, I played the man, the myth. The legend? The legend. Sergio Ortiz. What a fucking baller. Yeah, the homie. Really. He's great. He's yeah, fucking I really, awesome. I really like Sergio. It was great until... Uh, he cheated with Garrett and they ganged up on me and basically won the game because Garrett uh, gave him advice. So that was a good game. Now, uh, what happened was is we came to the very end and there was like a couple of... It was basically we were like crushed for time because uh, the tournament started really late. Started 45 minutes late and instead of moving everything back, they basically just shaved 45 minutes off round one. So you basically had like a two-hour round. It's really poorly run. We're going to rant about this later. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, me and Serge kind of rushed through. We played two turns. I hit him really hard in turn one. He's running Legion of Sacrament. So he's bringing stuff back. It's like a grind. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't think in the long run my army... Because he has so many good ways to prevent you from killing his general, right? Because right. she's got the Griff Feather Charm. Yep. Right, And then she also has that spell... That if she casts it, she can choose one of your units, and you can't target them at all. Which character was this? Uh, was it was a Coven Throne. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. So, um, he was playing that really defensively, and then also, when he brought when he's bringing stuff back, he's moving it around really well. And, and, and Sergio is definitely a good player. So, when it came down to it, it was like, well, if we, since it was the, we were playing Focal Points? Uh, no, it was... Um, no. Uh, not better part, was it? No, it's the one that's light better part, but you can't burn your own objectives. Scorched Earth. It's Scorched Earth, right? Yeah. So, it was like, if one of us... Who gets the priority roll? If I get the priority roll, and I roll high on my two objectives I have, and I can kill enough skeletons on one flank, I win. Yeah. So, we basically meted that all out. And we made the count. Like, we are like, oh, Sergio's like, oh, dude, you won. You're at one point above. And then Garrett was like, well, what if this happens standing at our table? And I was like... Like, Sergio Catal was, like, pissed about it, and, like, like not, just, like, kind of, like, what the fuck? Like, why are you... You're not, you're not part of this game. Yeah, and, uh, Sergio, I think Sergio felt bad. I felt like I was mad at him. I'm not mad at him. I'm not even really mad at Garrett. It's just, like, that's kind of a faux pas. You don't comment on someone's game. If you're not a judge... So, the thing is, like, Garrett judges for a lot of tournaments. Yeah, and but he's so not a judge at this he's, tournament. He's but judges shouldn't in. be doing that also at other tournaments. The judge should not... It should be on the player. And that's fine. I want... Since Sergio was supposed to be the winner, I would have felt like a huge piece of shit right. if I got the game and then right. like later on. And then also afterwards, he had to play somebody that uh, I'd rather he play than me play that person. So <laughs> so I was like, oh, this kind of worked out. Um, so my round one, I got to play a buddy, which is great. I've never gotten to play Sergio, and yeah. I like to do a lot. So I would say that was definitely an awesome experience. For so. sure, for sure. 
that was definitely the highlight of rock, rocking up this tournament and it being 35 players. It was like, oh, there's a really good chance we're going to play some, some buddies. So. Yeah. So we got there. We got to the venue probably like 8, 15. Yeah, it was early. Right? And like dice were supposed to be at 9.30. We didn't start rolling until 10.15 or 10.30 because the tournament was really poorly run. Like they reprinted the pack four times because they couldn't make up their mind if what they had on the website was correct or not. Because one player... Like, bitched and moaned about the website being in a discrepancy with what's on the pack. And, like, yeah, I, it just seems also, like the guys who run this tournament kowtow to a couple really vocal players, which is really obnoxious because those couple players are fucking assholes. Yeah. I, and like, I, could, I could agree that, like, uh, there's been a bunch of politics around this tournament, and um, I don't want to, like, be offensive to the guys at Mythicos because I really enjoy their store. Yeah, no, they seem I mean, super they, nice, I think too. they like, all do a lot for the community. They have I think a it's shit nice ton that they're running a tournament. But you like, should not be a TO if you're not a player at enough tournaments to understand what being a TO is like and, if you, and what you would want out of a TO as a player. And, uh, like, even though Joe, I think, is doing an okay job as just a TO, I think the tournament itself is lacking in things that it needs. And I had, I had mentioned to because, uh, I mean, we're going to get to it, that I played him in round three because he's yeah. playing Ringer. Um, I had mentioned some stuff to him about like I think that AOS is lacking here. I think it's lacking there. I think that this is fine. Like, yeah. And um, he doesn't. He didn't seem super receptive to that. But I've been to a lot of tournaments, and I've never seen him at one. Yeah. So no, they don't. It doesn't I mean, we go like... to all the big ones, and how many people in that room besides the immediate people we know have you ever seen before? None. No. Yeah. So like, it's a very isolated scene. It feels like over here, and it feels like. Um, but on top of that, there's a there's a disrespect for their player base in not sticking to the plan, right? It's so like 9.30 rolls up. They have a lot of people who didn't show up, so they waited 45 minutes before we started the round. No, that's, and they're not, like, that's not why we waited 45 they were, minutes. Like, they waited with, 45 minutes because they couldn't figure out what they gave. So for the listeners, we got a pack that had 40K secondary objectives in it, and we were all like, whatever, fine. We'll play it. We'll play it. And then... It, one player complained about it, and uh, they were like, okay, we're going to fix it. So they printed us a new pack, took all the old packs, they printed us new packs, handed the same pack to us that they just took away, then they had to do it all over again. And, you know, there's 35 people, the pack's 12 pages, I mean, or 10 pages, it's just a little ridiculous. And, um, like, I don't want the guys who are running the tournament to be offended by this, because I I think they're doing a great thing, and but I just think we all paid sixty bucks. Why are you printing packs day of? What the fuck is going on? They, the thing is, and they like, got rid of somebody who was a really competent TO, who was really thoughtful and made really good choices. I, I, think about Marty, and I like fucking Marty is going to be an hour and a half early. His all of his ducks are going to be in a row way before anyone else gets there. Yep. And he's going to run the shit. Like, I like Marty as a TO because when it's diced down, it's you, fucking you diced know, down. You know where you stand. No. Mar- Everything that, is clear as fuck. Yeah, because, like, Joe, I watched Joe today come over and be like, hey, guys, it's diced down. But he's letting people play. Marty would be like, it's diced down. What's the score right now? That's the score. No more dice gets rolled. Your, right. your game is over. Right. There is no, no, there's they no also, more. They also did an awful job letting you know how much time was left. They would come over to be like, hey, seven minutes. You're like, what the fuck? We did not have time to figure out if we could even start this round. See, that that's another thing, too. Like, in mind, Sergio's game, we had, like, I said to Sergio, because we're clear the time, I was like, if we roll priority, the person who wins priority is going to only get their turn. So do you want to meta it? Do you want to roll priority? 
Yeah. Or do you want to say right now we stop the game? Because right. like if we stop the game right now, I win. Joe wins. No, me. No, yeah. I'm talking about my game with Sergio. Yeah, yeah. Stop the game right now, I, I win. Yep. If we roll priority and you get your turn, you definitely win. Yep. Or if we meta it, we it could go either way. And I mean, like, and that's fine between me and Sergio because we're cool. Because you're friends. Yeah. But if that was like a super competitive game with someone I didn't know, like that could have went really poorly. Yeah. So, um, I would definitely say that kind of felt. It just felt so fucking chaotic. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, how was your game one? Dude, my game one was awesome. I played against Chris, your friend from from yeah, Whitestone. Great guy. Really awesome, dude. Um, he was running real competitive Skaven. He had like 140 plague monks. He had like 40, 40, 40, 10, I already, 10 yeah, well, I talked about this, this list earlier because yeah, they took them. Yeah, that's exactly game. right. And um, It's 140 plague monks, two uh, furnaces, a bell, a bell and, and a corruptor. Uh, yep, that's exactly right. And so I, I misdeployed a little bit and I left my my clan rats guarding my my objectives but only like four inches away from it so if he charged and killed my guys he would have three or four models within six of my objectives so he did that on two of my objectives killed my 20 clan rats with his 40 plague monks because plague monks wreck shit right and so he uh, scored five points in his first he turn. scored well he rolled no he scored like eight how because he he like Rolled the D3s. He rolled two and three. Round one. I'm sorry, it wasn't round one. It was three, three. And then the next turn, okay. he... Because he got a double turn, charged me. Or, like, he gave... He, like, went first. Then I went. I didn't win priority. He went next. He charged. And, and like, took off a lot of my clan rats. So I was playing on the Blackfoot, right? I held my, my one objective. I went over and I killed two of his 40s of Plague Monks. I took one of his objectives. And I started to work my way back. But the thing is, like... We made it through three turns, and I was holding two of his objectives and my last objective. Uh, so, like, I probably had, like, six to his 15. If it goes five turns, I hold those for another turn. I get up to, like, nine. You burn some. You and then maybe I burn his last turn, and if I roll hot on those D3s, I could maybe get it back. You could squeeze But we went three turns, and, like, there wasn't time for it. It was a fucking great game. I made if, the mistake. If you guys had the, the full three hours that the tournament was supposed to get you. Yeah, it, would, it could have been yeah. different. Like, And he agrees, like, man, like it really would have come down to those D3s. Who knows? The thing is, like, I played poorly. I like spaced poorly. And he was smart enough to punish me I for it. I think we should also make it really clear that at this event, six what is it, 20% of the field is Skaven. Yeah, I think it's like it's, 6 it's, out of 36. It's, it's 6 out of 36 is, yeah. is Skaven, which is a lot. So there's already been like... I think every Skaven player has had a Skaven mirror match already. Yeah. Like, you played... You and Chris played each other. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse played another Skaven player. Right. Uh, the Vaginos. D- Vaginos played another Skaven player. Yeah, so yeah. that's it. Um, it, was a, it was a really fucking fun game. I really like Chris. I would hang out with him in a heartbeat. I would play him again in a heartbeat. Um, He's a... I just... I, I, like, I, I misstepped. He took advantage. My dice didn't bail me out, and I needed I needed the full three hours to get there. Yeah. And because the tournament was probably run, I couldn't get there. Chris is a really good long haul player. Like yeah. he knows how to take a, a bloody nose really bad. You know, like he can you can hit him hard, and he'll be like, you feel like I feel like in AOS some players if you like I could the amount of damage output like I did to Chris if in our game them. at my house. Yeah, like you can kind of like send them on their their heels, and they're like, oh shit. And Chris just is like, all right, well, all right, I think I got I this. I can do this. I can do this. I can yeah, do yeah. that. And he, he plays the game really well. Yeah. So uh, I would like to say shout out to Chris. I hope Chris gets to start going to like 
bigger Tra- GTs. Doing, or just traveling like we do for tournaments, because yeah. I like Chris to come and hang out with us more. Yeah. And I, I think he would have a lot of fun at the big ones. Absolutely. Definitely get to, to, to tough to tables. Push himself, for sure. Yeah. I also think this is good. This is my first time playing against Skaven with Skaven. Uh, no, but it's also cool that you're not playing a similar list to yours, right? It's right. His list is Pestilence. Your list is sort of Master mixed. Clan. No, it's mixed, right? Yeah. Like I've got, I've got sort of just a variety of stuff. Um, but it was a fucking fun game. What was your game too? I played against a dude named Rob. You played at uh, LVO, mm-hmm. and uh, he just gotcha'd me really bad, and it took me out of the game. And I really, didn't, I had a really you you looked I had a really you looked hard time. so disengaged. Like I looked at you and. Your body language was was saying to him like I'm fucking done. We can do Just this do or whatever. not, but there's no point to this. Do whatever, yeah. And he like. So what happened? This is gonna sound retarded, but like, I've always played this game, and everyone I've ever played this game against has always played it the same way. That if you deploy on an objective, you hold it, and that's not the case. No, it's not. But when you watch your opponent deploy on all the objectives. Mm-hmm. And then Operation Girl move off all the objectives. That should that was a red flag to him. Yeah. But his red flag reaction was not to say, "Hey, dude, did you get that right?" He went and bookmarked a page in the rule book yeah. that describes that. So he basically like, I know like some people who are really competitive and listen to the podcast might be like, "Well, what's the big deal, dude?" But we're not. Neither of us can win a tournament. This tournament is you're, you're already is, both. On yeah, we already loss. both on one loss. There's that you can't win. Um, like. I was trying to goof around and be friendly with him. I went to the bathroom of a vending machine. I bought like a three pack of Pokemon cards. He's like, hey man, I got your Pokemon cards. He's like, I don't want that. So that was weird. Yeah. Like he, oh, we set up our whole army. We did a bunch of shit. I went to the bathroom when I came back. Um, he had complained to the TOs that the tables weren't exactly level with each other. And they took all of our stuff off the table. Yeah, you like came over and, and came like, back, brought your display stuff over to my table. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So he wasted a bunch of our time. And then he did that gotcha shit. And he like, like, to, your reaction should never be like, let me get the... I know I'm going to have a confrontation about this ruling. Let me get the rule book right. open for him. This is going to be a problem. He should have said, hey, it. bud, I don't know if you know how this works. Check the ruling right now. You might not want to move all your stuff off of that in turn one. Right. Um, it was a really shitty move, in my opinion, right. for sportsmanship. Um, especially in... like we're, It's only round two at a tournament. And... Uh, and then what he said to me that irked me even more is like, oh, I had the same issue in my last game with my last opponent. So like now you already know that this is more than just like a one person misconception, and your reaction is still to like, pretty much, fuck your opponent over. Yeah. Because, I don't know, man. Like when you're playing a board game, you don't let someone misplay a rule just to be like, well, I won because you misplayed that rule. Right. You still play that by the rules. That becomes a waste of two and a half hours. Yeah. Right. So that I just kind of felt I kind of felt slighted by it, and I kind of felt like. Like I don't want to like throw a fit, but I was just like I don't even want to play you anymore because I, I I it me moving not having all those objectives and doing what I did meant that I lost the game. Right. Because I needed to take all four like I would have like I thought I had. Yeah. Hit him. Yep. This is in focal points. In focal points, yeah. And then when I hit him, I'm sending him. I'm gonna hold him back, and he's gonna chew through my army. But I hold those objectives long enough for him. Like okay, yeah, you killed everything. You didn't score for three turns. You were holding him off. Yeah. So. It, and then, like, I was just kind of, like, take, completely taken out of the game. Like, everything... Like, I could have did some stuff. I just didn't want to play him anymore. Yeah. And uh, I kind of felt like 
that was a fucked up move, dude. Yeah, I hear you. I um, but also I'm, I can't expect people at the tournament to to play this the sportsman way to play first yeah, to like do the way you, give you good advice. Not even give me good advice. Like just don't like when you're when someone making an error that's like you all you need to do is say hey you do understand the way objective scoring works right. That's all you need to say, and I'd be like, "What? What do you mean?" And he could be like, "This is the way it works." But instead, he prepared himself to just shut me down as soon as I was like, "I'm confused by this." Right. Right. And like, plus that, you have enough summoning, you could have put stuff on those. Yeah, exactly. And uh, he did say something about that, but I can't because I can only summon within six of the board edge. Hmm. So if I could, so for me, easily, I just like in the next game I played, I just left two, three packs of. The Crypt Flare is behind. Yeah. They're not that crucial. No. So it, it was just, it was kind of a shitty move, dude. I just, I don't know. It took me out of the game. It made me want to leave. I was already kind of like tired. Yeah. We were, it it's was also, already, it's, it's already also like, it's like, o'clock. it's like, it's like 345 at this and point. And you're just starting So I'm two. usually like at a tournament at 345. I'm like, I'm wrapping up my last game and, and I'm, I'm going to go get fun. to go do my thing, no, go dinner no or whatever. at this tournament. Yeah. So yeah, I'm super sober. I'm super hungover. And this guy just fucking made me feel stupid and didn't even say, like, I don't know, man. I can't, like I said, I can't fucking expect someone to do the thing that I would do for them. But also, I think it's a really fucking shitty move to know, like, to be like, like, I'm going to set aside this and I'm going to get this ready to to make it a non-argument. That's why you and I stopped playing Malifaux. Because Malifaux feels like a gotcha game. I don't, I just don't... It's like that guy you played at when you was playing KO and you said, what did this do? And he's like, oh, not much. And then he fucking hit you hard with it. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, like, I just felt that's like. That's felt. I feel like you're playing, I don't know. Whatever, man. I mean, he was, like I said, like, I tried to goof around and have fun with the guy. Yeah. Like, I tried to give him stickers. He's like, I already have registered stickers from playing Jacob at Adepticon. Like, I mean, at LVO and shit. And I was like, all right, dude. Like. I can't tell if you only come here to play games and, like, be an asshole. I can't tell if you think you're being an asshole or if you think I'm an asshole. Like, I'm getting weird vibes off of you. Yeah. And then you do something like that, and I'm just like, all right, dude, you're wasting my fucking time. Yeah. Like, especially when the win doesn't mean shit. Right. And then me and... So, I I went and got liquor with Mike Vaginos afterwards. Right. They're boys. And Mike's like... He's like, you're actually... He's like, your list is super tough. He's like, his list is super tough against yours. He's like, you're not doing Gristle Gore. You're not doing this. And I was like, Mike, I just think it was kind of shitty the way he went about that. Yeah. And Mike was like, yeah, I kind of understand. And I kind of, this, like, like Mike's super competitive. I'm like, yeah, but we can't, neither of us can win. Right? Like, there's no win in the tournament. Right. I don't understand why you wouldn't just want to have a good game with someone and interact. And it just made me, like, feel really off-put. So it was like a, it was the worst experience I've had playing Age of Sigmar thus far. Yeah, and that that kind of sucked, but that's fine. So this this makes me think a lot about um, how Joe Urban plays. Where if something puts him on tilt, he's done. Like game over. If you if you step on his toe and like that happens to be like the problem that he's dealing with for that day, is uh like he's just done, right? Like and, and emotionally he's on tilt and there's no coming back from that. And I think that's that's something hard to do. Because being able to, to emotionally rally from a bad experience is not easy. Yeah, but I also but think, like, being able to... This is going to sound like I'm, I'm lecturing you, but I I think, like, being able to, to say to yourself, like, all right, 
two things are going to happen here. I can either have a shitty game because my outlook is bad, or I can turn around how I'm feeling about it and make it a good game. So I guess, I guess, or the third option is like just fucking done. See, the like, problem the problem with that was it wasn't the first off-putting thing that had happened in our interactions right, with each other. Right. It was the first game rules off-putting thing, but. There had already been, like, a few weird interactions between each other. Yeah. And, like, honestly, dude, like, I don't know. He'd be like, oh, that's real. I would, like, kill, like, two Grim Gas Reapers. Mm-hmm. I, like, flubbed all my rolls on, yeah. with my Terror Geist. I'm like, all right, well, that sucked. I whiffed. Yeah. And he'd be like, well, that was pretty good for you, huh? I, I was like, are you fucking high right now, dude? Like, <laughs> what are you? So, like, it is what it is, dude. Not everyone jives. Right. Not a, you're not going to be best friends. I, I totally feel like in a sportsman environment with a sports score on a one to five, five being like everything was good. I would play this guy again. The weird interactions wouldn't have dinged him. The the weird interactions plus yeah. that move with the like prepping for the argument is what pissed me off. Yeah, like not like if he was like, oh man. He, like, knew exactly what was going on and knew I was making, a, like, a rules error mistake. Yeah. And it wasn't like I was, like, putting my unit in the wrong spot or, like, engaging the wrong, like, a, a hard count. Like, thinking I was ca- going to counter something I get countered hard by it. Right. It was literally, like, this guy doesn't know how to play, how to play the game. Let me take advantage. As, and it's also probably one of, I would think, a very common misconception because everyone I've ever exactly. fucking played plays it like that. Everyone I have ever played in Age of Sigmar has played it if you deployed on it, which is wrong. That, that it's argument, fine that it's that wrong. That doesn't fly to me, but the fact that he said, like, I had this problem in my last game, that to me is evidence that there's a misconception. And if there's a misconception, the best thing to do is make sure everyone's on the same Like, page. I've got, like, I only have maybe 25 games since my daughter's born of Age right. of Sigmar, and right. I've played every single game that way, and no one's ever had a problem before. Right. So to me, that seems like... A good chunk of the community, probably the f- like three, uh, two dozen or thirty, yeah, two dozen would be a good amount. Maybe thirty people that I have played across tournaments, hanging out, doing my thing. None of them know how to fucking play the game, or it's just one of those rules, like the one that we talked about with the rerolls, isn't really intuitive from a gaming standpoint, yeah. right? Not here. If I deploy on an objective, why would I be holding it? But also. I should read the rule book too. Yeah. I, you know, it, it's just, it is what no, it is. Like, I, I get that you're not you're not blaming him for your misplay. You're just no. Saying- I'm blaming him for the way his reaction to my misplay wasn't the right reaction. His reaction to my misplay was, "Let me get ready to shut this guy down as soon as he realized how bad he fucked up." Yeah. And I mean, I think that is a oh like a not a good play, but a, an okay play in top tables. I mean, and if gonna, you're not on top tables, why the fuck are you playing that hard? Yeah, like, don't why? Because be be uh, yeah, obviously it's not going to make anyone you're playing feel good, right? Right. No, not at all. Yeah. So, um, is what it is. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. My game two was against Legion of Grief, which is one of the new. It's the new one of the new factions from um, uh, Forbidden Power. Who are you playing against? His name's Nick. He's from Brooklyn. Oh, that guy, uh, yeah. I he's, forget his last name. It's something really Italian, though. Yeah. He's like a really fit, healthy-looking guy. Which he's not originally really from Brooklyn, because I remember telling him you fucked my... He's from Boston. Na- <laughs> yeah, you fucking ruined my neighborhood. <laughs> right. I'm not even from Brooklyn. Fucking but. gentrifiers. Yeah. Uh, say the two white guys. <laughs> um, so he was running uh, Lady Olinder. He had like a couple characters. He had 10 Black Knights. He had uh, 20 Dreadbane Herodons. So, and 15... Um, 
What are the sword guys that are not grim guests? The blade guys, Chamber revenants. Rest? No, oh, blade, blade guys, revenants. And he had oh. like forty skeletons and some dogs. That sounds tough. <laughs> uh, it like... was it was interesting. So like I put a bunch of plague monks into those harridans and I killed them. Then he brought them back. Then I put those plague monks into those harridans again and I killed them. And he brought them back. I have such a hard time dealing like emotionally processing armies that have like a really good ability to bring things back and then i always hate it when i'm like i try to process it like i was i don't know who i was talking to but i said something about like it's just insanely good that they can just bring a whole unit back for for for, fucking one command command point point. and someone's like you get to bring back on units on the board for one command point i'm like yeah one time in the game one time I don't get to go every turn and just be like, I don't know, some uh, fucking twenty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. The Which thing is, is like, their 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 restrictions are the restrictions on where they can put it are really stringent compared to where you can put your your models, right? So like your ghouls, when, yeah, but having your four grave sites, that's really hard to zone out. It's really hard for you to zone out when they also have. I th- like I'm not bitching, but you can but you can like, pick hate, the like. I don't want to be that guy that complains about Age of Sigmar because I, I love this game and I have a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, and I don't want to ever say anything shit. But I want to to wrap my head around why some armies function the way they do and other armies do function the, the game's way they not do. Balanced. The it's game's not, not well written. But the thing is, with grave sites, if they spread them out, two or three of them are going to be relevant to the scenario, and you can realistically, or I can because I've got so many fucking bodies and my army is way too cheap. I can zone out a lot of it, right? He was able to bring stuff back on in a place that was like sort of relevant, but the, at that point the game was already over. Like yeah. I was, I was ahead so far that at that point, like he couldn't really make the comeback. We played it out. Like I was like, hey, let's like see what happens. Maybe you win some priorities. Maybe you kill some of my stuff. And we're like we were out of time, and I was like, no, but like let's figure out what would have happened because I want to, I want to give you as much of the experience as possible. Let's like play it fully out, and it didn't end up mattering, right? Like he needed to make a nine up. Save, and then another nine up save, or I'm sorry, a nine up um, charge. charge, another nine up charge, and then get priority, and then make more big sit, like more big charges, and like really just wipe a, a lot a of shit. Severe he was he was hail marrying hard because my army is super flexible, plays in every phase, and and can do most things better than most armies, oh, yeah. and so he was on the back foot for a lot of the game, and it was tight for a while, and then it just started to break my way. And I got a double turn, and that was really like the the backbreaker. Yeah, I don't know. He so yeah. Uh, my but he was game, a really fucking great my guy. My game two, my game two, he double turned me too. Like I was like, st- I kind of shut down. But when I shut down, I was like, all right, how can you make this game a game for you? How could I even make this like a challenge? Mm-hmm. And then when he got the double turn, I was like, oh yes, this is just done. yeah. So he took first, and then I when I was second, I took the double turn into two. Ooh. And that helped me establish just so much board control. Because um, I was able to zone him out. Like, even if he made his charges, he, was gonna, he wasn't going to take my objectives off me because he would stop at where my lines were. And I still controlled those objectives. I would still score those points. Um, and it was, it was tough for him. I also... I think there's, there's a lot to be said for, unfortunately, the, like, how much Skaven can put bodies on the table for cheap and then effective fighting bodies on the table so not only can i take up a ton of space and own that space and stop it from getting elsewhere i can put really cheap stuff that's gonna fucking kick ass yeah so something's really interesting is when me and mike vaginos went to a uh we went to the liquor store we were talking and i was like i was like we were talking about aos and like as a whole and he's like he's like i've always found that you need to establish like a baseline unit and he's like i always thought that like 
he's like, I run everything like a marauder. He's like, I used to play, like, in my head, I would always, like, run, a, like, I don't know if he ever actually played, but, like, you could put 200 or 300 marauders on the board in mm-hmm. a 2,000-point army. And he's like, that's a really good army. He's like, it's a ton of bodies. They do some stuff good, some stuff bad. He's like, he's like, redundancy is key in this game. Mm. And that's why he's like playing the Pestilence list. Right. And it's really good when you have a shitload of like the same thing. Yeah. He's like, because he's like, then you set your baseline. He's like, for this many points, I get this. He's like, so where do I want to go? Oh, I get this that does this a little better, this a little worse, as this many points. And he's like, he explained that's how he looks at the game. It's a pretty interesting yeah. uh, way to look at it. Like he's setting, he's like setting your 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 baseline. Yeah. And then he's building his entirety of like what's better, what's worse, where am I going? All from that baseline that he set. That's interesting. Yeah. I never thought about that. Yeah. So I'm just like, I like this toy. I like that one. Let's put that in. Let's... I was like, I can't paint 300 of anything. So. No, no. way. 110 almost broke me. I can't. Yeah, I just can't rock up to a table with an army that doesn't look good. Ouch. Thanks. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, game three. What'd you play? I played the Ringer. Yeah? Yeah. They Who call, was also the TO? Yeah, they call him Evil Joe. Okay. Uh, it's not really a good nickname for him. Not, not an evil guy? Yeah, he doesn't have horns. <laughs> um, Is he not a Jew? He didn't steal his Jew eggs? No, that's why everyone got chocolate gold in the... I want to steal all of everyone's guilt. Um, and he played a skating list that was like, uh, like to me, I was like, he could. This looks like it could be a tough list. Two warp lightning cannons, six gazelles, a bell, forty clan rats, two units, twenty clan rats, and uh, two warlock bombardiers and two like footcasters. Damn, that's and, strong. And that was his other points, right? Yeah, something like that. And but he just like totally threw the game. Hmm. He like deployed poorly, like just I don't think he really wanted to play. But yeah. I told like he's like, do you want to buy or do you want to play? And I was like, all my friends are gonna be playing a game for three hours. I'm gonna be walking around the hall bored, yep. and I came here to play Warhammer. So yeah, yep. I want to play a fucking game of Warhammer. Yep. And uh, like he like he casted Vortex, you know, like he killed my terror guys, he killed my um my zombie dragon, which yep. is like a plus when you're playing at Skaven if you're running Feck. Because the bats are going to kill so much more with just their screams. Yep. So I screamed off a ton of shit. I screamed off both of his uh, warp lighting cans. I screamed off a ton of Giselles. And then I just put the bats into combat and they killed everything. Yep. So um, I would say... I didn't, it didn't feel like he was really trying. So okay. if he was really trying, I think it would have been a, a, a little bit more a tighter. of a, a tighter game. But I still think against a, like, against a scheming list, you're putting... A list like that, you're putting your opponent in a hard choice, right? Because, like, do I shoot at the bats and then get a terror guy shoved down my throat, mm-hmm. or do I have to try and kill a terror guy? If you don't kill all the bats, they'll probably come back. Yeah. Um, the thing that he did that was he supercharged both of his uh, cannons. So, which was, I guess, it was a good idea because he didn't actually roll a lot of ones. Yep. But it was still like. It felt like he was just like, well, fuck it, if I blow up and the game's over faster. Like, No, supercharging the, the cannons is smarter. Like, you get so much more damage out of them. Yeah. Because you can, you can do overkill damage is the thing. Like, I, I did like six wounds on my cannons one turn. It's like, okay, next turn I'm definitely overcharging this one. Because he only has two wounds left. If I'm going to fucking take ten wounds, I might as well put on him instead of the cannon that's fresh. The overkill doesn't kill me. I still do my damage first. Then my cannon dies. Uh, that's cool, yeah. 
So you can you can overcharge them with confidence. When I have one on one wound, I'm like, oh, this fucker is definitely overcharging. That's awesome, yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, this guy, he's gonna get fucking witnessed. Yeah. He's going shiny and chrome. Witness me. Um, my game three was against uh, Jared from I think uh, he's from Pennsylvania. He's a cool nice, kid. really nice guy. He was playing um, uh, Fire Slayers. He had two twenties of the Auric Hearthguard. Who get the four up? Oh yeah. And then he had two tens of the Hearthguard Berserkers uh, and like four characters and the the Lords of the Lodge, which is I think the the build that most competitive people are playing. And he, we're playing in what's the scenario? It was a uh, total commitment. Yeah. So the four corners. Yeah, and he deployed poorly, and so I was able to teleport on my turn one. 20 clan rats up and steal his objective. So he was always on the back foot. So, yeah, that was a weird thing that Joe did too, is he like put his whole entire army on one side and then just put 20 rats on his left. Yeah. So I put my whole army on my right side and I just summoned ghouls and a Vargulf over there. Yep. And they, ghouls swinging first against 20 rats. They're going to just kill enough to make you run off the table. And yep. So that's pretty much what happened. So. Yeah, like I literally summoned it there because of the way he deployed. And then move because he went first. Oh, I've been doing this thing where I put one warp lightning cannon out front in those scenarios where you're only 18 from your enemy to force them to take first turn. Because when I deploy my stuff back, they're like, oh, you can take first turn. You can't shoot shit. It's like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm, di- I'm fucked. So I'll put one warp lightning cannon forward as bait. And they have to go first because otherwise I'll move up and shoot off an important character turn one. I'll supercharge it. I'll do fucking eight mortal wounds. They have to go first. And they have to play defensive. In their turn one. So it's an interesting tactic that I'm really enjoying. Um, but I did that. So he had to go first. He put up the the magma wall. The one that's like uh, the poor man's palisade. With it's, the like runes the same, on it. it's like the same model. It really is. With a couple of runes coming out of it. Uh, but this guy was a ton of fun, dude. He was a champ. And uh, so he deployed poorly and moved poorly because I think I baited him out. And I scared him away on one side with the plague monks. And I was able to grind down a lot of his or Karth guard, uh, and it wasn't wasn't terribly close. But we had a really fun game. If he won some priorities and stuff broke his way, he could have brought it back. But I was I was up big, uh, yeah. and we had a fucking blast. Also, it's nuts that oh, so like he he put uh, two units of berserkers into my twenty plague monks who had death frenzy, so they fight after they die. So I fought, killed his berserkers which triggers them to fight before they die. He kills a bunch of my rats, which triggers them to fight before they die. I kill the rest of his berserkers, which triggers them to fight before they die. We both lost both of our units. Wow. It was like a like a nuclear option, us in North Korea, where we're both like, well, I guess we're fucked. Have a fucking nice time in hell, you bitch. Yeah, and died. Awesome. <laughs> it was great. But we had a really good time. He was... Um, the one downside to our game is when he killed Thankwell, I was like, all right, well... I'm not going to take him off until you fucking shout, take him off, you stupid bitch. And, like, he didn't want to be that guy. He didn't want to be obnoxious. He was a really nice guy. He was like, like, take it off, take it off. And I was like, come on, like, the next table didn't even hear that. He's like, take it off. And I was like, all right, cool. Take it off! And, like, everyone looked around like, what's going on? And I was like, yeah, that was my model that died. That's great. I would play him again in a heartbeat. It was a lot of fun. He seemed like a legit dude. Yeah. So yeah, that was our day one at Triumph GT. So you're sitting on one and two? I wanted two. 
and I'm sitting on on two and one. I've got 36 out of uh, 48 possible because I didn't know in the new version of the pack that you pick two objectives for every oh, yeah. turn because they changed the pack <laughs> six I, times. I didn't. Yeah, exactly. And so I didn't even know in the in our first game. To be fair, me and Chris the original one, the original pack that was up is the pack that we're playing. Oh. And then they changed it. I read it like a week ago. And, and then like last night. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. I kind of... It's just, the, like I said, dude, the tournament's being run by people who don't play in tournaments. So, they so they're not thinking about like, what's the player experience like? I actually, honestly, or I was okay what's with... What's fucking normal? The, like, the idea of... Doing like the 40k the 40, style secondaries? I yeah. actually think that would be fine. And and I know it's different, but that's what makes it fun. Is like it's different than a normal tournament. It's different than our normal scene. It mixes it everything, up. Everything uses the GW secondaries now. And Ugh. and the fact that everyone uses them makes it really bland. Like yeah, not well, not as bland as Randy, but like really bland. The thing is, honestly, dude, you went to sleep last night, and I had to FaceTime Randy. I was there. You fell asleep while we were talking to each other. Yeah, I know. So he's not really that bland anymore. No, he's not. He's. You're like he's a he's a Sam Morgan. He, this is Rage of Sigmar. Catch us tomorrow, post Triumph GT, or maybe we should dub it Failure GT. We out. We out. Too good drama. In the morning, pop shells, for a living in Berry, gon' smell blood trail every minute. Rogue wave, when you niggas no fair. When I hit them, every time I see a big, I don't hesitate to kill them. And nobody give a fuck about a rule. Either get diplomas or a tool, I'm a cool, but my youngest no boo. When I spray in this cage, you fuckers fuck a gang affiliated with nothing but my name. Man, I don't give a fuck about a motherfucking bow. I'ma pull up with that stick and hit your motherfucking dog. Man, I don't give a fuck about a motherfucking I'ma pull up with that stick and hit your motherfucking dog. Yeah. People be starving and people be killing for food with that crack and that spoon. But the wish motherfuckers they stay eating good, drop a wish, living good. Hold it still glocks, but you been a bitch, suck a thick cock, fuck a grip, walk, hit a strip like in Bangkok. Never ever see me ever trip, but a live bright. See me on the TV screaming, bitch, you a damn fraud. And you don't wanna fuck with a chicken like me When I pull up in that Maserati Better duck for your brain splatter on the concrete I'ma hit you with that 4 or 5 bullet Hit your neck when the bow tie Looking like a thriller film, bitch I'ma go right back with the clip And I know you be shaking Don't test me or I'ma just click at your noggin Man, I don't give a fuck about a motherfucking And we are our back Are the backest Yeah, we're back Uh, it's Sunday night we're post triumph GT. Yeah, we're having some PTSD for sure. Um, post triumph stress disorder. Yeah, um, I would say PTDD, which is post triumph dissatisfaction. Yeah. Or Dissatisfied disorder. Yeah. Yeah. Or post triumph driving home. The traffic was awful, and it was still more enjoyable than the tournament disorder. Wow. All right. So we're gonna talk a little bit right now about our last two games. Yeah. And then we'll go into how our like little review of Triumph GT, and then spoiler alert, it's not nice. Yeah, and then we're gonna also go into um, a last little quick segment uh, that we're looking to introduce to this show for every um, every episode. It's called called Bruce's Corner. So uh, so let's get started. You want to pick up your round four? Yeah. So my round four, I was matched. I was two and one at that point, and I was matched up against Chai Zola, who took best order this last year at Adepticon playing his daughters of Kane, really smart player really good player he always is top tables at the tournaments he goes to and i thought it was going to be a 
tactical match where I was not having that much fun, but I was having a good time playing the game and being really serious. Because game four at Brew City, I played um, I played Jake, and he was a lot of fun, real nice guy. But it was a thinking man's game. Yeah. And my game with Chai started off that way, and then about thirty seconds in, I realized he was going to be a ton of fun because he's a really fucking funny guy. He. Uh, Every time I was I was being dumb and goofy, he just spat it right back at me. Uh, so I, yeah, I guess cool. I don't love that because you know Spitter's a quitter, but he you know he really <laughs> he committed to, to friendship. Um, I was gonna say I I didn't I've seen him around. I don't know him personally. Yeah. But I always got this like vibe that like he was more of a serious game and like he sort of like seems, he seems read he like, read as being a little bit aloof. Like he's French. He's you know good looking and in shape and. Works at a restaurant. Wins, wins games. Wears a lot of golden jewelry. Yeah, it's like a little gaudy. Yeah, like, I actually just thought he was Italian because he had a button-down shirt and a gold chain on. <laughs> Two and gold like, chains. I'm French. I'm French. And I was like, whoa, dude, you're French? Yeah. So, seems like a really cool dude, Chai. He's basically uh, a real version of the character from Talladega Nights. Oh, my <laughs> like, God. He beat the shit out of me and forced me to say that I like crepes. And then you guys make out at the end? Yeah, and then we played some Warhammer. Okay, good. Yeah, it was really good. So uh, we had a really great time. He, I, I would start to do something. He's like, you sure you don't want to do this? And it was like a really good point. And so I'd listen to him. And then every time I did that, it played out really, really well for him. <laughs> no, I don't think he was misleading me at all. His dice were really fucking nuts. No, he was like hitting all the saves, He right? hit uh, 21 out of 22 five-ups. It was like a real five-up. When I had mortal wounds on his uh, blood sisters, so like, and I, I flubbed some rolls, and it just it That's it didn't insane. break my way. And then I had a chance to to sort of make a comeback, and I couldn't hit a rollable nine up, which is sort of the theme I'm sensing for my like. I use skitter leap as my get out of jail free card. It's like my hail mary, and then I don't ever make the charge after no. I skitter leap something big over there. Yeah. Um, but we had a really good time. Ended up taking the loss on that one. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed my game. I would play him again in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because like. He kept saying that these like there's a, a couple words that you can say to Warhammer players to really turn them off, and it's "Do you want to know how this is gonna go?" But he would say that, and I never was taken out of it. I was never like, "Oh, fine, like just walk me through it, and we'll like call it a, call it a day." Yeah. Like we talked through strategy. We spent we finished way early, but we still talked through strategy every you every finished way early, like fifteen half an hour early. I feel like I watch you guys still play, and oh, uh, maybe not. I don't know. The timing in this tournament was so poor. I don't know what early was at this yeah, point. Yeah, we didn't really. It was before it. 4 p.m., so I figured it was on time. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> he was just a super chill guy and really fun, really outgoing. And yeah. he deserved the win because he did things to dice I've never seen before. Like he roll. cast a spell on them. I asked him if I could roll his dice, and he said no. <laughs> I also asked him if he'd roll some of my dice for me or with me, and he's like, no, I'm not giving you any of this. <laughs> this is mine. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's awesome. So uh, my round four was the reigning Adepticon champion. Spoiler alert: si- former reigning <laughs> Adepticon champion. Uh, yeah, because he lost it to whoever he lost to before me. Now, um, Sam Gould King <laughs> on Terror Guys. That's a fecking uh, awful joke. Yeah, Sam Gould. Um, 
Sam's like one of the guys that I have interacted the least with in the past from the ETC, like of the ones that we've met. Mm-hmm. Like I've I've met him before. I, I definitely met him. We met him at DeptCon. But you were blasted. I was blasted. I really. I don't remember. I remember. I only really talked to him after he won, and he was like on a real high and like yeah. hanging out with buddies and like talking to um, you know, Rob Symes and yeah. shit. So I would say um, this weekend we kind of got to hang out with those guys more. Yep. And. Um, He's got a dry sense of humor, but it's fucking excellent. And like, uh, bullet point. I don't think I talked to it, but like, I, we random. I randomly ran into him last night. I was like waiting for an Uber, and he was mm-hmm. like, "Shit, how drunk!" Like, sw- just <laughs> sheet of sweat across his whole skin. And um, so, uh, I, we got to the table. We rocked up. We put it down, and like, he did some shit. I didn't. I never played against Corn uh, before. Mm-hmm. Well, I played against that dude at Adepticon, but I never played someone against with Corn like a list like this. Yeah. So he had the two Bloodthirsters that were. I don't know if one was better than the other because I killed one in my first turn. Sure. Okay. But he had Scarbrand and another one, and that other Bloodthirster was just putting out like waves of mortal wounds on yeah. other shit. Yep. And I was like, oh my god, I didn't know it did that. Yep. Like, so I was a little reeling. I, like, I, I feel like he, even though I, I hit him pretty hard right yeah. away, I also got a bloody nose and like turn one yeah and i felt like i lost the game mm-hmm. and then he he was like i was like do you, if you want to call it do we could call it, we could go drink beer or whatever you want to do and he's like oh, i can't i want to play warhammer yeah and i was like okay and um him saying that right then i was like well, oh shit we both forgot to do our secondary secondaries <laughs> so i was like i'm gonna do slay because i when i i told him i was like i didn't really think i, I would win this match because i don't know your army that well and they have some pretty tough shit so i would have did slay for my biggest point model i'm yeah. not slay um sacrifice excuse yeah. me what is it sacrifice and then the other one i'll just roll a d20 <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like i rolled a d uh a d10 yeah i had chosen a bunch of secondaries already out sure. of the sheet and sam's like i'll do the same thing so that's what we did and he had scarbrand on one flank against my vargolf and three crypt flares and i fucking I'm not gonna lie, dude. They, I don't know how, cause oh, what happened was is he sent uh, on the uh, Scarbrand like fresh and clean out the shower and listening yeah. to Pharrell Williams happy <laughs> across the board. To so he wasn't that angry. No, he, he was happy. And like, <laughs> if you feel like a Scarbrand who hasn't been in a fight yet, so he, he got into my Vargolf and he swung on the Vargolf and my uh, three Crypt flares first. Yeah, and didn't do anything to them okay yeah like he just did like a couple he's prone to whiff because he has fewer attacks yeah and then the vargolf did i think like i think it's like six wounds because of damage two (laughs) so like the vargolf took a big old bite out of his leg and then the crypt flares but he was like taking some shit off the board in the middle and we're playing better part of valor Mm -hmm. and i i i didn't burn any of my objectives yeah he didn't burn any of his objectives and it was like turn three and like in the end game, and all I had left was my arch regent. Now I'm holding all of my back objectives. I have yeah. an arch regent. I have I have three ghouls on my on my left objective. I mean, yep. not, not three ghouls. Three crypt flares on my left objective. Three crypt flares on my right objective. And I um I basically I'm like, oh, if I hail marry this, I'm gonna. He had like he had seven fifteen blood letters on his right objective. Had right. nothing on his middle objective, and he had uh, Scarbrand not within six of his objective, but on the left flank. Yep. And uh, he had a blood... I want to say it was a Bloodstoker. The guy with the banner? Blood no, it Crater. Bloodstoker. Crater chilling over on the other side. That was in the, near the objective. So I was like, all I need to do is if I roll a good run roll with this one on my left, yep. I can take that objective, right. and if I double turn him, mm-hmm. I can fly over to the next one. And, and take I, the next one. And take the next one, and I have to kill... I have to kill... I had There were 15 of them. Of the blood letters? And the blood letters, and yeah. I threw... 
I threw my three uh, bats. three bats into them with the Archregent. The Archregent fell his charge. Ugh. So the bats did a little work. They yeah. took some wounds back. Yeah. I got the one. I got my, my run roll. I yep. hit it. Yep. And then I we rolled double priority. Turned. I double turned. Yeah. And I, I took the game. And I felt I kind of felt bad because I totally was ready to quit on Sam. Yep. And he talked me into staying in the game. Yep. Um, and uh, I thought because he had won Adepticon and, like, American ETC has got... You know they're they're all good guys. Yeah. But like you know I've never played him. I don't know. I've watched Mike V play Vaginos, and he seems like he's a fun guy to play no matter what. Yeah. Like you know he seems like he's he's good. He's clean. He's good with shit. But he's also going to be like trying to make sure you're laughing it up and having a good time. Yeah. And I didn't know about Sam. Uh, I've never played Bill. I like Bill a lot. Yeah. I've never played Joe. I like Joe. I mean I, I've not, I've never even played Roger or any of the guys. I really only played Sam. And yeah. Uh, it was a great game. He really was. I would honestly, if I could go back, it would be a tough choice between Sergio and Sam for my favorite opponents, mm-hmm. but I had a lot of fun in my game with Sam and no one helped him cheat. So that's that, what that, that So there was huge. nothing souring that yeah, game for you. No, there was definitely no cheating by my friend Sergio who I thought was my friend <laughs> until I realized that he's just... Colluding. He's colluding. Oh, they should have been ejected. That's collusion. Uh, oh, this is an ITC yeah, scenario. It should be at least four yeah, yellow ITC. cards and a blue card. Yeah, and the blue balls. No, um... I'm just kidding. Oh, Sergio, I don't really right. care either way. Yeah, no, of course not. I just busted his balls. But um, yeah, Sam was a great fucking game, dude, and it was super fun. That's awesome. And um, he like totally was like, "Yo, you ever up in the Boston area? Hit me up." We'll Definitely. Hang out. And so, you would play him again for sure. Oh, I would play Sam cool in a heartbeat. Yeah. And uh, like I, I don't know, that man. That fucking list seems scary to me. And he had those really dope furies. Oh, we should point cool. that out. They're his, really cool. his cast furies were. It's a blood letter body. A blood letter body. A warrior head. Yeah. And gargoyle wings. It looks and they're fucking all like good. a flying pose. Yeah, and they're on flying stands and shit. Which has got to be tough because they're 20 mil bases. 25, yeah. yeah 25, yeah. It's tough to balance them. Unless uh, you keep them on, but the, on I, the tray. I, I actually, we were talking about that, and I was like, hey, bud, what if you... Because um, all of his bases are resin. Yeah, but they're, so they're you, heavier. You can get like powdered lead, which is definitely not good, and you don't want you want to wear a respirator when you're working with yeah, it. Don't lick it. But you could glue it onto the bases. You know, he could Dremel it out. He could do some stuff to... I mean, you to, could also just, like, put a washer on the bottom. Well, his bases, since... That's the problem, is since they're, um... Resin. They're resin cast, the washer would be pushing his base up, and you'd be able to see it. Oh, uh, I get what you're saying. And I don't think there's a washer size out there that's outside dimension is exactly mm. 25 millimeter. Yeah. I see what you're saying. But, you know... Aside from that, I think they look fucking awesome. I think that I think the basing on his army is really good. Cause yeah, it's really. He's got like that. He's got like a flame effect in there around so like, it's like broken. It, it's very clearly like broken ground with like a with like with skulls lock, coming like, out of it. Is it skulls or I thought so? Whatever it is, it it's the his flame effect isn't bright. It has like a dull glow Warm. to it. So it looks like charcoal. So it's very clearly airbrushed, right? It reminds me a lot of if you look at when Vince does his tutorials on how to do like heat heat patterns or um, like something that looks like it's hot from the outside or hot from the inside mm-hmm. in his early stages it's very warm there's a lot of it's very muted dull tones yeah. but it's not hitting in the face with it it just feels natural yeah. it really it, reads well it came out really well so I would say that's like a very striking thing about his army and I, I, everything's painted in the army is really good I think he's a good I think he could have he could have gotten paid awards yeah definitely I mean considering who else got paid awards right yeah I definitely think so right but more on that later. Yeah. Um. So my game five, I was playing a guy named Matt, and he's running Skaven. He okay. had uh, two Screaming Bells, 40, play, or 40 Clan Rats, 40 Clan Rats, 20 Clan Rats, um, uh, Arch Warlock, six Storm Fiends. Yeah. And some Gutter Runners and some Gisales. Yeah. Uh, and 
he outdeployed me. He went first. We're playing uh, shifting objectives, so we're fighting in the middle. Oh, and he, and he had the bridge from Forbidden Power. Okay. So he deployed all the stuff way far back in a corner on one side. Obviously going to do a deferred flank, push everything forward when there's no threat, and just own the objectives, right? So he went first. He did exactly that. He shot off one of my cannons, and so we both placed our knot holes, and as we're placing our knot holes, I'm thinking because I've already played a game against Skaven and I've read the rules I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be able to use his knot holes I'm going to move mine strategically so that I can teleport from mine to his he's placing them in places where I can use that I'm going to deploy based on that I'm going to place my knot holes based on that so we start playing and I'm about to knot hole teleport my warp lightning cannon up to shoot at a big unit of clan rats or the screaming bell that's next to it right? Mm-hmm. and I go to do that and he goes you can't do that it's like what do you mean? He goes, well, that's my knot hole. I was like, oh, that's fine. I can move through all the knot holes. It's all a network. He goes, nope, that's not how it works. I'm like, all right, well, we'll pull out the rule. And the rule says, um, basically to summarize, it says a friendly Skaven hero within six of the, the knot hole, and you can move a friendly Skaven unit through the knot hole. It doesn't say friendly knot hole. He was making the argument that it's friendly knot holes versus enemy knot holes. And I was like, that's... That's wrong. That's very wrong. And he goes, well, I'd feel better if we just talked to a judge. I was like, you know what? That's fine. Because I think in my head, a reasonable judge is going to say, there's no, it never says friendly knot hole. There's no concept of friendly or enemy terrain. Okay. So we go to the TO. Yeah, because actually, you know, what's really funny about that is like, they'll say like, this terrain doesn't affect like your units, right? It's very specific where it says how it affects your units. Like the Idenet Deepkin one says like, uh... All, it says units are affected by this besides Idenet Deepkin units, right? Sure. Or like whatever or it will say. say like, Skavenside units treat this as arcane. Yeah. All other treat it as treat it as deadly. Yeah. Right. So we go to TO. He reads it over and says, "No, it says friendly Skavenside hero." It's like, okay, but it doesn't say anything about a knot hole being owned or friendly. It just says a friendly Skavenside hero and a friendly Skavenside unit. And he goes, "Nope." It reads to me like you can't go through it. It's like, all right, well. I'm already fucked. Okay. I'm already fucked. So I was already on the back foot, and this was my... And now your whole plan just got foiled by a guy who doesn't know the rules to the army that he plays. Uh, two guys who... Two guys don't know the rules. Who don't know the rules. Play. Okay. Um, that's a bummer. I was I, I think was it's happy. really good, a, a really high point of the, to- the tournament, that if you were looking for the TO at this, you could actually find him. Right. So that was like a miracle that you found him. So you got to take the good with the bad, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was nowhere to be found, ever. Yeah, even when you were trying to submit scores. Yeah, he came up to us uh, and goes, hey guys, if you want to nominate an army for Best Painted, just make sure you let me know. And literally walks away as we start to say, hey, I'd like to nominate. He literally walked away. Mid-sentence. Wow. So. Who'd you give your Best Paid to? I didn't get a chance to nominate one. Because wow. he disappeared. And then I had to go back to play my game, which, also, spoiler alert, we didn't finish turn two. So what happened? So, uh, he took all the objectives turn one. Turn, and, and my stuff was pretty far back because I didn't want to get shot by his uh, his storm fiends turn one. And you were also prepping to go through his knot holes. Yeah, and I was planning to go through knot holes, exactly. So I, I start to move up turn one. Turn two, I, I get to engage him. Thankwell charges in. My plague monks charge into both of his big 40-man units of clan rats. Uh, I kill like 10 clan rats with five plague monks, and I kill three storm fiends with probably another 10 or 15 plague monks so i've got 15 other plague monks swinging on his uh, another big unit of 40 plague monks when the guy comes or by clan, clan, rats. Uh, clan rats i'm sorry and he he comes by and calls time it's like oh fuck but it's it's 4 15 
You started the round at started one. Started the round at two. At two. It says in the pack we're supposed to start at one thirty, but everything's been half an hour late minimum. And then it's, so instead of getting a three-hour round, where you would have at least finished turn two. I'm supposed to probably have about 50 minutes more in this in this round, right? So he just killed you in the middle of right. it. Right. So I hadn't scored any points yet. I, I At the end of two, I would have scored one point. And but I, like, I, I literally, I literally rolled round three. You would have been pushing further into him, and you probably right. would have won the long game. Right. Exactly. So, um, and so I literally had rolled ha- like my plague monk attacks on his other unit of clan rats, and the guy comes and calls time, and I was like, "Well, all right, let's talk through how this would have finished." And he's like, "No," or uh, and he goes like, "Well, it depends on where the objective shifts, and if you win priority," and I was like, "All right, well." Let's agree I would have killed his clan rats. And he goes, no, I don't think you would have. I had just thrown 50 dice, of which is half of my Plague Monk's attacks. Yeah. And they're really freaking efficient. They do really good work. And I was like, all right, then I'm... And I said this with a tone. Like, I was not happy about this. I go, all right, well, I guess I'm going to roll it out then. And he's like, no, we don't have time. I was like, all right, well, you can't have it both ways. We're going to either finish the round or we'll talk it through. One way or the other, you can't, like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. So... I was like, all right, fine, we'll, we'll talk it through. So I'm going to score one point this turn. It's, it'll be 10 to 1. Next turn, I'll, let's, we can see where it lands, and if I win priority. So he got all, he got all five on turn two? Turn one and two. Because yeah. he, 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 he kept priority in turn two. I won priority for three when we were, like, metaing out, you know? Uh, and we, we checked where the objectives went to land. So I would have scored four in turn three. He would have scored one. So it's going to be 11 to 5. Oh, you could totally come back from that. Agreed, because that was only three turns. Yeah. And then I said, all right, well, let's, let's roll for priority and see where it goes. He's like, I, I'm, that's, there's too many variables. I'm not comfortable with that. And I was like, no, but I still have my big hitting unit. I would have killed your Storm Fiends. You'd have two bells. You'd have a broken unit of clan rats and, like, a small unit of 11 clan rats. So you would have steamrolled him. Yeah, exactly. You won. You won that game easy, but you didn't have the time. Didn't and, have the time. And, and you got fucked by a judge that doesn't know the rules. Right, and a player who had... Over a hundred clan rats and, and no not a single tra- movement tray. Yeah, he had these f- rectangular movement trays that he like used them to, to. He didn't even set up with them; that he just used them to carry stuff around, and then placed every single model. He was a really intentional player. He was he was moving clearly, and like I actually enjoyed him as a person just fine. But that really that really bothered me that we in two hours and twenty minutes we got through a turn and a half of a Warhammer. turn and a half of Warhammer, and so there's something that. Uh, some of the the UK tournaments are doing now where their their pack says every game of Warhammer needs to go five turns. And if you don't finish five turns when time is called, you need to talk through with your opponent what would have happened over the course of the next five turns, over the course of the game, and come to a reasonable decision about who wins. Oh, wow. And they said that a, a vast overwhelming majority of the games, people can talk it through and agree what happens. There's a lot, there's very little contention on like, oh, well, I would have done this. You know, it's going to happen, and especially in this Northeast scene, I could see people being real assholes about it and be like, no, well, you don't know what's going to happen. You could roll all ones. Yeah. Um, and I, I kind of got that vibe off of this guy. Uh, and so they've said that they do sometimes have to go mediate what would happen next. Yeah. But it, it, was ir- it was irksome because I was clearly, the momentum had shifted. He was out of options, and he th- thought that, I don't know. It's like he got he got saved by the bell. Hundred percent saved by the bell. Hundred percent was an advantage that he plays a million models and plays them slowly. And he slow played you. 
And because we're at a tournament that has no fucking sports, there's no sportsmanship. And since he, no... wouldn't, he, he basically refused to refuse to talk it out in a situation where a player's getting fucked. Right. See, that's the thing is dice. Like I agree, dice down, dice down. Mm-hmm. But since we didn't get any 15 minute warnings or anything, like 15 minute warning means finish this turn, do not play another one. There was no announcements. There was yeah. no. There's no clear communication on how much time we had at any point. Yeah. Uh, you know, no. like if they started a half hour late, are the games going to be half an hour shorter? Are we going half I mean, an hour we later? We lost an hour day one, and you lost. Yep. We lost an hour day two. Yep. So. So that left me with a pretty bitter taste in my mouth. And as I'm cleaning up, he's going back and forth between saying like, "I don't want you to feel bad about this. I don't hope. I hope you don't think I'm a dick." And then also trying to justify some more, like, "Well, I also could have done this. So like, you really don't even know what would happen." It's like, no, we fucking knew what was going to happen. If I charge you, you die. If you come near me, I shoot you off and you die. I'm going to get all the objectives. I'm going to score yeah, four like, or five a turn. No, because that's, that's the thing is like, and we were talking in Age of Sigmar today a lot. It seems more, if you can't play rounds four and five, you can't play at all, right? You I have think, to be able to stay on the board and be able to do shit in four and five. Unless but you're since, burning objectives, which we're yeah, not in that scenario. Yeah, but also in tournaments in the United States, or I feel like with this group of people out here, Mm-hmm. People don't like they sh- they should have been rocking movement trays, dude. Yeah. Like, or like you should be fucking expediting your turn, dude. Like, and I understand like you're playing an army that takes a long time to get through the combat phase. Yeah. You, you're at a small amount of fault too. But if you're rocking a hundred models yeah, and you I'm- have no way to expedite your movement phase, you're wasting your opponent's day. And a good example, another thing that I do with whenever I take my clan rats off of movement trays, yeah. if I'm moving them and I'm have them run in a straight line, I'll measure how far I get to go and I'll measure that off of the back of the unit. And I'll say, these six models are going to replace the six models in the front and just do a oh, replacement. So, you, like, so I don't it. move every model, I move six models from the back to the front and move them forward in that straight line. Yeah, that's a good idea. I do that with pylons sometimes. You know, like I do like, things. So you basically, you basically leapfrog, but it's mm-hmm. like you're moving all the models. And they're actually all staying in the same position it's and moving forward. Literally, the only difference is the position of guys with banners or bells will shift back in the unit, unless they're the guys in the back and they get teleported to the front. Right? It's uh, a really, it's a really minimal. So, problem. has anyone ever given you a hard time with that? No, not yeah, at all. Because it's, it's, it's a super good. reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Um. And another thing is when he when he used the bridge, so he deployed super intentionally. It took him a long time to deploy. He even like had a base set out for where everything was going to go when he cast the bridge. Yeah. And then. He does the exact same thing when he casts the bridge and moves, so he's setting up his whole army again. A full another deployment phase. Movement phases usually take less time than deployment, right? Yeah. He did a whole another deployment round in he, his turn He's board. a giant movement tray to pick up and put down. <laughs> yeah. And his whole army. Yeah, exactly right. I mean, that's kind of obnoxious, and he probably he isn't thinking about the time thing, obviously. No. But I it's know. inconsiderate. Did you see him? Was he? Does he go to big ones? Does he travel, or is he just? Play? He talked about how he went to Adepticon, and like we had, we we bonded over some some shared struggles with attending, being attendees of Adepticon. Yeah, I didn't remember seeing him at Adepticon. No, me neither. But like, it's a big tournament. Yeah, I could feasibly miss somebody. Anyway, I lost because I ran out of time. If that game goes to time, I win it nine times out of ten. Mm. And uh, it definitely left a bitter taste in my mouth. Yeah. That sucks when you know. Because I had rule. four great games. Yeah, and you knew you knew the rule, and then you just have to the TO override you, and it was the wrong ruling. I read the rule too. Yeah, but also, but I respected it. Like I, I didn't call him an idiot in front of other players at his tournament. Yeah, I'm just waiting to say it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of shit. Um, 
so my round five was also against a guy named Matt. It was Matt Barker, who mm-hmm. was one of the Northern Virginia guys. Yeah. We were hanging out with him all weekend. Yeah. I, I liked him a lot on Friday night and Saturday. And then I saw him today with a man bun, and my respect for him immediately plummeted. But my erection did the opposite. Oh, uh, that's weird, yeah. Um, so, one weird thing happened. I didn't even talk to Matt about it, but um, he, like, deployed all of his... So this is what happened. We deployed our armies. We're playing shifting objectives. Mm-hmm. We're playing long ways, which was really nice at this tournament because the tables weren't butted up against each other. Lovely. So it was really it was really keen to like my back doesn't even hurt like it normally does after a tournament, you know? Yeah. So um, we deploy our armies, we both deploy twenty four inches up from our the back edges of our board. Yep. And we, we stop. But while we're deploying, he deploys all of his marauders on a line. Forty marauders. Yep. And then I don't know, I deploy my I deploy six bats directly across from them because yeah. twenty four inch space, I move fourteen, I scream ten. Yep. If he's exactly on the line, you're exactly on the line. You can hit him. So I can. So I was like, "That's what I'm gonna do." The next deployment he does, he moves his marauders back and puts five blight kings down. And but I, he deployed his marauders. Already. Yeah, and I was like, in my head, I was like, "What the fuck just <laughs> fucking happened?" And then I was like, "You really, came by my table, and you're like, something weird just happened. I want to talk about it later." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Okay, you're right." I, and I you're was, like, "Yeah." And I, I was like, so. "Is Matt?" just fucking a little burnt out from the weekend mm-hmm. or that was his original plan and he just did that because maybe his friends and him that's how they rock out and stuff but I was like really upset for like two minutes and then I was like who fucking cares I'm just gonna play this game right yeah, now yeah I'm two and two yeah. I'm not taking anything home so after that we start the game I go first because he had more drops than me yep and I measure from my I move my bats uh huh and I measure from them to his shit, th- knowing that I'm only going to get my screams on now Blight Kings, who are yeah. high bravery. Right. Who he said were bravery nine the whole tournament. They're eight. They're eight. It's eight. So, um... Fucking Matt. Fucking Matt, dude. And then, um... <laughs> so I would have done at least, like, one more mortal wound across them in the game, and that would have totally changed the outcome. The whole game. Yeah, the whole game. I did not roll very good on my screams. <laughs> but I was also like, I'm only screaming at them because th- they're there. I'm, and right. that's the only option. If I roll box right. cars, like, I do a mortal wound. Right. Um, do you smell carne asada? Yeah, someone's grilling. Um, so anyway, I move up and yeah. I measure, and I'm like, Matt, you're way too fucking close to the objective, dude. And he's like, What? I was like, You're. I moved up. You're eight. You're like eight inches from me. You're supposed to be ten. So we're like, What the fuck? So then he measures. He's like, I'm two foot off the board. You don't know what to tell you. I'm like, Dude, there's no way I'm supposed to be. <laughs> so. <laughs> Our fat mat was two inches short. <laughs> it's seventy inches instead of seventy. Sounds like your fat mat uh, needed to be just a little bit fatter. I was like, "What the fuck?" So anyway, they were telling us they're like, "We're all giving everyone a special deal. You could buy these fat mats at the end of the tournament. You guys can have." And I was like, "I wonder they're getting rid of them. They're all the wrong size." Maybe they're discounting it because there's less material, so it's cheaper. Yeah, I don't know. So then, um, anyway, my turn. So you one, got all your screams off. Yeah. <laughs> so we were like, we just said fuck it. Anyway, um, my turn one, I had deployed everything in a line. I got, I moved on all the objectives with my bats. Yep. Um, and I teleported. I used the command point. I picked my terror guy stuff. I put it nine inches because he can't zone out his back, my backfield. No, because it's and so he deployed, deep. He deployed all of his infantry. He had gut rot spew and the ten black kings yeah. up in the uh, out in the sea. Yeah. But um, Glock, he had the Glockkin and everybody else. Like the Glockkin was behind everyone. Yeah. He had everyone on the line, and then he had his Harbinger of Decay nearby. Okay. And I just. Command point, move terror guys, charge, fucking attack lock in twice, 
kill the fucker in turn you one. You kill Glocky in turn one? I killed him in turn one, yeah. Did he cry a little bit? <laughs> he was like, uh... <laughs> He's like, a lot of people go after the Harbinger Decay first, man, but, like, this is the fucking... This is the linchpin of the army. And I'm like, yeah, I know. He had 18 wounds, and I'm not gonna let you do it. Glocky is 20. Eight, oh, yeah, so he has 18. Huh. He has 18 wounds. Go but, on. I'm well, listening. if he's wrong, it's okay. It all pans out, because he gave me the two wounds for all the wounds I would have did extra on the... There you go. <laughs> on the, uh, Vikings. Yeah. So... He throws all 40 of his Marauders at uh, the Terror Geist, moves all of his fucking... Uh, so, like, I have the small units of bats. They, yeah. There's no chance against uh, Blight Kings no. against them. So he took uh, a bunch of objectives. He went ahead a, a little bit, and then I slowly ground down, like, his smaller units of, of Blight Kings, mm-hmm. and I took the middle objective back. It shifted onto the one objective, like, uh, the objective I had. It shifted mm-hmm. from three in the middle to three on that, which gave me a little boost, and yeah. then... Um, Turns out Glocking is 14. What? Glutton, uh, 14 wounds. You're fucking around. No, I am. It's 18. <laughs> yeah, it's 18. Um, so, I, uh, pretty much, it was a long game, and it came down to the end of turn four, because we were getting close to the time. Yep. And I had, I pretty much killed enough of his shit that he wouldn't be able to take any objectives back off my hands. Yeah. So, um, and that was pretty fucking cool. Sounds like it was, you, yeah, it was, had a good It time. was a good game, yeah. But, um, that weird deployment thing really was like... Like, if I didn't know Matt from before and hanging out with him all weekend, I would have been like, hey, buddy, what the fuck was that? You just moved that unit from where you had it. Yeah. But actually, him doing that, he was like, oh, I fucked myself doing that later on in the game. Yeah. Which, I don't think he did, because he would have took six screams to the face on a unit that is bravery Low. six, I think Marauders are. I don't know. So they would have went bye-bye. Yeah. So. Sounds like you had a good time. Uh, what would you say was your favorite game? Over the weekend. Oh, Sam. Yeah. I already said that like 10 minutes ago. You said it in the car. Oh. No, I think I said it 10 minutes ago. Well, we'll never know. There's no way to tell. There's no way to record no. or rewind. Right. Okay. What would you say your favorite game was? Man, it's really tough, and I'm actually almost glad that there wasn't a sportsmanship scoring system because it, it's so hard for me to say between Chris and Chai. Um, but I, I got to give it to Chris. Like, he's the homie. Yeah. Absolutely. That's the boy right there. Yeah. But Chai was a fucking champion, and I really want to play him again. Also, he has he had the weirdest long hairs on the uh-huh. outside of his ear. Yeah, just growing off like the back part of his ear. Like yeah, where the cartilage. I mean, the whole ear is cartilage. But, like the uh, like, like outside ridge of his like ear. Like if you were gonna get, it like, was like an inch long white hair. Yeah, I plucked the shit out of it. I got the other one. I, I know it was like three quarters inches long. That's how I, we know. I actually put it into a. I plan on murdering some people. Oh, I'm nice. just gonna leave Chai's hair there. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it to, his, to ruin his uh his Warhammer career. I'm gonna put in a polyjuice potion and show up to some tournaments <laughs> and, and play like myself and go two and three. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's a good idea. That's awesome. So, um, what well, else was controversial about the weekend? Oh, I mean, let's let's start from the beginning. Everything was late always. All Communication right. was horrible. Yeah. They, it took them three tries to print the right pack. I know we talked about this a little bit on yesterday's no, show. No, but on the let's let's really recap the overall right. So all that right. They uh, no, it's a, it's oh a, paint judging was was a fiasco. They gave it to oh yeah because they didn't tell anyone there was player's choice. <laughs> I actually had to go around and tell people, and then I felt like I was like whipping votes for myself. Right, which you weren't. No, but I was like, yo, did you guys know that they had this? And they're like, it's in the pack. There was a second pack for paint. Right, they pass out a different pack for paint. Yeah, because which they... Which everyone would just, like, throw away because they're looking for the actual pack with the rules in it. Yeah, or because, what the fuck, why is How there... How many packs are we going to get, too? Yeah, so, it was... That was retarded, um... 
What else sucked? Oh, the door. There were door gifts, but it was like an eight-month-old white dwarf. No, and a some four-year-old white dwarf. It was four years it old. It was from the like the the. It was the one that like introduces who Stormcast Eternals are. Wow, it's really old. Yeah. Or like uh, the the first new Stormcast release of like Order Extremists or whatever they're called. Wow. Yeah, and there was like a chocolate coin, which I was really excited about. You know, no one milk chocolate. Seeing, seeing, yeah, it was milk chocolate, which sort of sucked. I actually spit it out when I took a bite. Um, <laughs> I should have just saved it for the money value. Uh, I wanted to go around and steal everyone's guilt because that'd be like the Jewish thing I could do. Uh, and like, what else? Was in, like, like a wristband that had corn on it and uh, a pen. Corn cobs? No, like corn symbols. I got a bunch of buck, uh, uh, buttons too. Oh yeah, mine and I had a button in it. It was probably the worst. Like they clearly were getting rid of inventory, yeah. stuff that was taking up space, and they were never going to use. Yeah. Um, what else did I hate about this? Um, there were some pretty suspect people who got paint awards. Yeah, I don't know why. Some. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know whatever because there's no. But there was no rubric that was shown. No, to it us. was it was the TO and the guy who owns Mythicos walking around and looking at models. Yeah, and I don't know, man. Like. Uh, it's easy to the thing is I got an honorable mention and then there were like like when like even when Chai when Chai got called up for his paint award he was like what? <laughs> like so I definitely think like I think Marty deserved first yeah. place yeah. like definitely Marty's army and player's choice is one that's player voted so you can't yeah, ever you can't ever that. you know but and he's got yeah. a ton of cool conversions Matt Barker so, won uh, player's choice yeah Matt Barker's army is pretty tight yeah but um I just like was like I don't know I thought there was definitely nicer armies than uh, the third best painted. Yeah. Definitely nicer. Yeah. I must say there were several good ones that were way better than that. Yeah. What else did you did you find dispute worthy? Is that a raccoon? Yeah. What the fuck? Raccoon. It's a, like a baby <laughs> raccoon. Sorry, we're in <laughs> Joe's backyard and there's a baby <laughs> raccoon crawling along the fence like sideways. It's pretty cute. Yeah, but what is that? That's not good. Oh, it's kind of getting time for them to get out. It's getting late, so. Okay. Um, no, and then, so on the overall for Triumph GT, I, I don't think I'm going to return. I will not go oh, back. Oh, it's starting to look at us. It's cute. I will not go back to hey, bud. Triumph GT. Hi, Racky. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I'm, I'll go to Martin's tournament. Man, like, if, Martin if came if up Martin to me. Martin a tournament, yeah. Yeah, he's going to run a tournament. Uh, Martin came up to me and like gave me a big handshake. He was like, "Hey, thank you so much for coming out to Jersey to come to this tournament," because I think I might have been the person who came the furthest for the tournament. That didn't drop. That didn't drop. Yeah. Yeah, Chuck's a legend. You're definitely the only fucker that flew there. Yeah. Everyone else was like, "Oh, we drove from Pennsylvania, uh, from yeah. Philly." Yeah. Although I guess yeah, Chuck Chuck flew a long way, and Chai is from France, so like. Yeah, but he lives in New York City. Now he's French. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was. I hate to end an episode on the long, the a low note or whatever. But, but this like, tournament sucked. It. The, the TO was never around. Yeah, it was like fucking where's Waldo. <laughs> um, he really didn't, more like more like where's Baldo. Wow, that was mean. He, he listens to the show. Uh, <laughs> that was mean because also coming from you. I'm also uh, bald. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it was really rough to to try and to find him if you had any a reason to mm-hmm. and then he would come up out of nowhere and be like I need your score yeah he like hassles you about your scores when he hadn't he hadn't called time it's like hey your scores in it's like uh what he's like you guys planning to play long I was like are we out of time are you saying dice down no and then also I got a severe vibe that 
while our tournament was supposed to end at 5, at 4 o'clock, all the Mythicos guys looked like they really were ready to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And they were rushing us all out. There's also one douchey security-ish guy. Oh, the guy with the who's like, like, double D titties? Double D titties and... Oh, a dick. The, like, wearing glasses wearing, the whole time. Wearing like John Lennon sunglasses inside and a uh, weird-ass yeah. beanie. He was hoping he was that like, if he caught someone like drinking beer in that, they might let him be an auxiliary police officer on Sunday mornings. I hope not. Yeah. He was... A, I don't know. I didn't really like that. More I didn't, like and I didn't like the, like, we have to stamp your hand. Like, dude, no one's coming to this. They had way too much staff. Like, I appreciate that it was well-staffed, especially because it's not no, there. No, it not wasn't well-staffed. They it had a ton of staff running on all the time. There was a guy sitting out front of the gymnasium like, hey, do you guys know where the AOS hall is? Like, yeah, it's the one that's not the 40K hall. Yeah. That- if you look at a table and you know what a game is, if you've played Monopoly, you'll figure out which one is AOS. Yeah, I don't know, dude. It's it's it was that was fucking annoying. And then, um, but also the thing that Marty said that was true is most people who hang out at Mythicos play 40k, and it's mm-hmm. really only Joe who pushes AOS. Yeah, and that's the guy who TO'd, right? Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. He I, he did not want to play the game against me. I like forced him to play the game. Right. And I said I came here to play. I'm not gonna stand around for fucking three hours for a buy while well, no my way. friends are playing yeah you sh- you know what dude you've never been to a tournament because you don't know what the fuck a ringer is you should have had a fucking ringer here yeah like don't get a they also had plenty of staff who were like were working sitting at the store when no one bought shit who yeah. were always coming up and like oh like Skaven are super cool I like think I would play Skaven as like my next army I'm working on my like deep yeah. game right now like people have armies people played it yeah they could have asked any of those people to be a ringer especially since yeah. they had an army yeah you're right there's no reason but like couldn't. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of feels, it kind of feels flat. Yeah, what would you say were, were the highlights of your tournament then? What, what would what, like? Let's let's uh, end on a good ke- note then. Like, what did you really enjoy about it aside from making fun of keto, kings of war assholes? Like, am I gonna say the whole weekend or the tournament? Tournament. Let's say tournament because uh, the weekend tor- obviously getting, getting to super be drunk. the new Adepticon champion is definitely the, the new heavyweight, heavyweight champion of the world mm-hmm. for the Adepticon Age of Sigmar Masters. Yeah, Joseph Pagano. Yeah. Uh, and that's a lifelong title. Yep. Because I'm the king. Yep. All hail to the king, baby. It's good to be But king. the rest of the weekend, I would say... Awesome. No, I mean, like, the tournament. I mean, like... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Aside from that, the whole entire tournament was pretty womp-womp. <laughs> now... Oh, fuck. Did you stop? Are we recording? Are you going to edit that out? You keep nodding. Are you shaking your head? Nodding? <laughs> Shake? Nod? All right, we're good. So we're going to introduce a new segment that we're going to try to have every every episode where we ask a question to our international uh, Rage of Sigmar team, the Bruces. And so we asked them what their thoughts on what on the new groves, was, the well, war groves. What was going to be the best war grove in the new Sylvaneth book that yep. leaked? And uh, why were people going to cry about it? Yep, and these were their answers. Okay. So, Darren Bruce, if ours are glad... From the new Savannah book, which glade would I be and why, Darren? Well, Ricky Bruce, if you was a glade, you'd have to be the Harvest Boon, Bruce. Harvest Boon with Doroth, oh, Doroth, and bring 54 Mimis for the attack and kill. Lots of hits and lots of attacks, lots of blood, baby, oh yeah. That is why you should pick my glade. Okay, Sylvanet. First of all, you need to be a bloody vegetarian or a vegan to play Sylvaneth, because why would anybody want to play plants, uh, for starters? So, in terms of why play Sylvaneth, I don't know. Why would you? 
However, if you're going to play anything, Harvest Boon for the win, I think. Just a small uh, double check with my esteemed uh, leader. Uh, Rick, is it too much uh, to call all Silver and F players vegetarian or vegan? Question mark. <laughs> Fuck it, mate. Call them what you want. Fuck them all. Fucking vegan, fucking environmentally friendly motherfucking methane hating wankers. Fuck them all. Okay, Rage of Sigma. I just want to say anything that looks like fucking broccoli needs to be burned. All right, so uh, that's it from the Bruces. That was amazing. That had even <laughs> less content than any of our shows. <laughs> yeah, I love those guys. So uh, it's getting dark out here. We're still in the backyard, and we're uh, we're wrapping this up. So thanks for uh, listening. If you want to get in touch, you can a number of ways. You can find us on Twitter at of Sigmar Podcast. You can find me at at a hymn of servants a and hymn of servants, and you can find Jacob at at Big Jables sixty nine. Uh, nice. <laughs> found it. All right, at Big Jables. Uh, and if you want to shoot us an email, you're more than welcome to. Uh, we to, haven't gotten one of those in a while. I know, yeah. Send us an email, please. Fuck, dude. Rage Sigmar at Gmail. Rage Sigmar Podcast at gmail.com. That's our email. That's to our Gmail. email. What? To Gmail. I said Rage Sigmar Podcast. I agree. I'm just saying it's our email. Yeah, and that's our email. And uh, on the overall, the weekend was pretty good. Uh, things that should have been high points were kind of low points. <laughs> uh, I can't really think of a good two words that sound like omp omp that w- would make us feel. Maybe there's a song we could play. Womp, 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 womp. She give me what I wanna. Boss so hard, need a warm up. I back that at the warm up. Yeah. Big time stunner. I'm out here on the come up. I beat the pussy drummer. I roll up no more drama. Super stomp. Should be in a special well, Pockets so fat that I need belly total well, fitness Feet so fat I hit the pedal, blew the engine V12, duck and 12 like license is suspended She's a slobber, all on my knock on the cob hey, Sweet thing, and that pussy tastes like peach cobbler I'ma never ever take her to me mama Just got a lineup, and just added two more to my lineup Big money, why you always standing on your wallet? I just made another one, I'm college Stop it, just ask me what I do with my stacks Just bought a wall for a plaques and a new bra for some smacks hey. Womp, 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 she give me what I wanna Boss so hard, need a warm-up, I back that at the warm-up yeah. Big time a stunner, I'm out here on the come-up I beat the pussy drummer, I roll up no more drama hey. Womp, 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 she give me what I wanna Boss so hard, need a warm-up, I back that at the warm-up yeah. Big time a stunner, I'm out here on the I beat the pussy drummer, I roll up no more drama Ask my mama for bread, she told me, uh-huh That's the day I wanna to get my bread up, uh-huh T-shirt, be long, let the coupe run and won't be long Chinese food, one time, I might as well try that one time I pull walk in the Fanta, my new box be getting Spanish Walk out twice, Spanish, my VVS is Shana Bought the bitch on Chanel and told her it's a handout Old school look undone, but you still wanna buy one Bitch look like Wonder Woman, have fashion don't cost nothing nope. Bought that bitch on acid yep. Yeah, I bought back the fun fun yep. Even though her weave undone yep. I fucked up twice to come come yep. I spent 700 yep. Then met the bitch in London yep. I checked bought some bombings And said day one they looked undone yep. Like chip my whip custom yep. A two chip think I lost one yep. I spent 700 Put that overseas sauna yep. If she a slut I find out I meet that bitch manana she give me what I wanna Boss so hard need a warm up I back that at the warm up yeah. 
time a stunner, I'm out here on the come up. I beat the pussy drummer, I roll up no more drama. She give me what I wanna. Boss so hard, need a warm up. I back that at the warm up. Big time a stunner, I'm out here on the come up. I beat the pussy drummer, I roll up no more drama. Try not to assume her, I tell her to assume her. I pull up to the spot, they pull a carpet out like Luna. Bitch had on some Pumas, tell her ass to boot up. Put her on my homie, she said she down for cooler. Bite it with no cosign, I got that red croissant. No bitch trippin', I think that shit ludicrous. I'm looking at designer, but not who made Panda. Bottle girls bringing all the sparklers in. Sirens on, feel like the ice cream in. They try to keep me out, but I just hide my name. She brought a friend they wanna eat, told them we dining in. Bitch lazy, don't do much. I fuck her on a futon. I'm in some half fashion, your bitches dry captors. I've been up three days, need mattress. I'm feeling beat up, precious. These hoes fake actress, my blunt stuff, signer.